What's up? I just got one thing left to do. Okay. Um, and this is it. Just right here. Oh shit. Is there, is there another drop coming right here? I feel like there's a drop coming there's right here. One, one. Is there? Yeah, I let it play. I should have taken it away from him. Ah. Uh, so. uh, all right. <laughs> I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, when when, <laughs> when you left, dog, dog, when you left, Adam was fucking shitting himself the whole time. He's like, "Do you think I'm going to be all right? Do you think I'm going to like?" He's just like asking every question, and Drew's like, "Relax, dog. You just fucking everything's in order. You just fucking use your thumb and just hit songs in order." Oh, was he like filling DJ yeah, for the night? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had um, what did I do that night? You went uh, uh, the avenue, ten, yeah, the Avenue Black, yeah, uh, yeah. Market Avenue Black. That was that was crazy. That was All right, that's funny. Um, yeah, we, uh, episode seventy nine of the Burn Bridge Podcast. Uh, today we have, uh, I guess you could say, two guests. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam's not here today. It's uh, just me and Ken Dog. Uh, we have uh, Ryan Curtis sitting in Adam's seat. I have uh, I have sound effects. I should have all this shit set up. Um, I have little claps for everybody. Oh, that's nice. That's nice, Ooh, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a nice clap. Yeah, it's a nice little clap. Uh, usually, we say there's there's a hundred people in here listening to you guys talk. <laughs> and uh, on the left of me, we have uh, our buddy Big Body Keto. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll play claps again. Actually, no, I'll, I'll I'll skip the claps and I'll I'll just. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we've been sitting here for 45 minutes talking about music and I'm like, yeah, we should record all this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, where, where, where were we at in conversation? I guess we'll, uh, we're talking about, um, talking about music, music. Um, you guys ever watch, um, Oh brother, where art thou? Yes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, that one song that they have, um, uh, the one song that they play, yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been listening to that for like the past four weeks. I get it. Is it just a car song? Like, do you just like, and then I, you get no, out? No, I'm, I'm at work, like, like doing edible arrangements, like listening, like I'm a man. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this I'm just this huge white guy at work with an earbud in and I'm listening to fucking bodega music, bro. And don't no one know. Nobody knows. I'm playing hold on, I, I think you're listening to Slipknot. It's like I got I got I got weird playlist on my Spotify. 
Like I have a, a whole playlist of music that's just all called cleaning music, and it's all nineties R and B, just from like pure uh, depression of having to wake up and clean on Saturday mornings, dude. Does it make you mean when you start um, cleaning too? No, it, like if I hear nineties music at home, like randomly, I'll just start cleaning. Mom, like it's like a, it's like a tick. Though. It's like a. Like the dog, the Pavlovian uh, yeah. response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fucking remember the uh, the office scene when he kept giving him mints. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it's like that, dude. I'll just start cleaning. Oh, here we go. Here's my here's my bodega bangers. I got a uh... bodega bangers. Yeah, nah, dude. If if I walk into a, if I walk into a store and they're not playing this music, I don't buy fucking anything from there. You gotta go. Um... I guess this is kind of this is a nice segue, and this is uh, um, all, I, all I smell is Spanish food and dirty that's, floors. And that's dude. where we're going. That's uh, where we're going. Okay, cool. Where do you get your Spanish food from? All of you. All of us? Oh, uh, man. The whitest place on earth. Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I go to my uh, my my bodega is, is Cruises on Laurel Street in Bridgeton. Okay. They know me by name. Okay. Like, I walk in, they're like, I'm me and I'm Ricky, hey. hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he makes fucking platters, pataleos, okay. the whole we're, nine. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're. But they're, they're uh, Dominican, I think. Okay, yeah. Well, that's that's even, uh, like, downtown Delhi and Violin. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. That, Where's that at? They're Dominican, I believe. Uh, Wood Street, next to Casey Ray's. Okay. okay. Almost like okay. the next like the next light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but they're they're I wanna say they're Dominican. They're definitely not Puerto Rican. See that to my my knowledge is the only fully Puerto Rican spot in violent, or at least was when it started. But I don't know. That's where I go for my food. Okay. What about you from Violent, right? I am from Violent. Um Puerto Rican specifically, I don't think yeah. I've ever Cause I don't know too many. It's either like, like you said, Dominican, yeah, an hockey store, yeah, yeah. Because even, even like La Mexican, five, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, even Millie's, like Millie's, people think Millie's is a Mexican spot, but it's actually a Honduran spot. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's it, what it's I was Honduran say, food. Yeah. They, they have like Honduran food, like uh, El Salvador, Salvadorian food. Like, okay, yeah, bro. They have like uh, that's the thing. Bro. See, I was gonna say Millie's, and I was like, ah, that's Mexican. They're kind of the only spot that right? I can think they of. They have Mexican food. But. Right, right, right. The only spot that I can think of that's Puerto Rican is that spot over by Foreman Mills. Or that, I don't know if it's still Theo there. Theo Thoms, yeah, Theo Thoms. Theo Thoms was a yeah. good one. They closed. They closed. They? they just recently opened up a hibachi. Not hibachi, uh, but a Chinese a Puerto Rican hibachi. No, but they had a, 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 a Puerto Rican Chinese buffet. They didn't have the hibachi in there. You know what I mean? It a, but I, it was called mana, and I just like I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, what does this word mean to y'all? I just keep thinking of like healing powers, like yeah. a fucking game, like, I'm just, like magic the gathering. I'm like, I'm like, to check this place man. out. <laughs> I've, I've brought this up to someone before. Like, all my favorite spots that I enjoy to get food from are like literally the dirtiest places that you ever walk in. <laughs> like uh, gas stations and shit. Like everyone's uh, talking about. Uh, there's a spot in Philly that makes. What's the spot in Philly that makes cheesesteaks? So like a big name. Uh, Gino's. 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 One of them. One of them is coming to Cherry Hill and making a Gino's. place in Cherry Gino's. Hill. Gino's, Gino's, Gino's right. And like they're not. not they're, they're not going to beat a gas station cheesesteak. Yeah. No. Uh, no right. Yeah. yeah, Gino's, yeah, yeah. Gino's, Gino's Pabs yeah. and what was the other one? Uh, like Timmy O'Fuckies or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Whatever. They are the worst fucking cheesesteaks. You yep. got to go to some, you know, crusty old Italian yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. You ever been to Oregon? 
The state? Or, or no, or the, <laughs> the G6 spot. Uh, no, no, I haven't. South 10th Street, I believe. No. Um, dude, that's where I, me and Tim go all the time. Oh, no shit. Like, it's just, he took me there one time, and I was like, I don't want to go anywhere else. It's just like there's a fucking dude with an attitude at the fucking window. It's fucking, oh, you the, food, know, the food's great. Like Any food made with hate is going to be good. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's always telling you, like, thank you. Like, he's just fucking pissed. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, hold on, buddy. Hold on, buddy. And, like, he comes back, and he's like, oh, what, what can I get you? And he, like, wipes his sweat. Like, kind of looks like Zeus from uh, uh, Gravity Falls. Okay. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> What's the there's a a comedian with a joke and I'm gonna butcher this joke but he's like um, all the best food comes from places with like high domestic violence oh yeah <laughs> where the women are oppressed yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Andrew Schultz I think. is it Andrew Schultz yeah, yeah. okay I heard yeah. a comedian at the comedy show one night did something like that but with pizza really I was like <laughs> I want I want the fucking pizza that was made with fucking racial slurs oh so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah, he was really. That was a crazy That's show. Good. Him, Betty Smithsonian. That shit was. Oh yeah, I was good. on that one. Yeah, 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 was yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I was there for that one. Yeah, that, was, that, was a, that was a good one. Um, we can get into that as well. Um, I want to get your Racist side. Food? Yeah, I, I want to get on on uh, your side of uh, your your Van Jam story. Okay, and then uh, we can talk DJing and right. all that shit. Uh. So how how did you meet the other two so crew members that me, you got here? I've known Therese since about ninth grade. Okay, and you uh, you went to Violin? Violin. Okay, Violin high school. Um, I met Therese in ninth grade. Um, I kind of so a little bit back just gonna have to all around it and shit. Um, you can Quentin Tarantino it. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been yeah. I've been throwing like house parties and shows since I was like sixteen. So I would like throw parties and uh, book bands. I'll do all the audio setup in my basement by myself, grabbing every fucking like speaker and like fucking cabinet that like my stepdad had just from fucking years oh, yeah. of accumulation and just stack them and drum sets with the most random pieces and like fucking string lights all over and just throw these parties. And um, I was just been in the stuff. I was in a couple different, you know, uh, I guess collectives and like movements and whatnot. Okay. Um, Throughout high school, so, and we call them cults here. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, they were cult here. dude. We sold about like twenty five hundred dollars worth of t shirts in like two weeks at in high school. Oh yeah, we literally, we literally were just like running through with duffel bags, like, like. Bro, I went to Millville for a little bit, and uh, I had study hall, and we're sitting there counting ones. I used to go to the Rite Aid across the street, and we would we'd buy twelve packs of sodas and candy bars and sell them yeah, at the school, bro. To, bro. And we're in we're in fucking uh, study hall. Counting ones, like fucking, like you can hear push it to the limit and shit. And fucking like, right? And fucking, and they they take us to the fucking office. They think we're selling drugs in school, dude. I'm like, no, I'm selling Pepsi. I'm pushing Pepsi's and Snicker bars, dog. What are you talking about? Pepsi plug. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I did, I did that, and then you know life fucking goes on and whatever. And then I got invited to Miss Seely's for an open mic. By Tin and Mouse invited me only two different two separate occasions, and um, uh, I go and I met Drew. Um, you know, just like what's up, man? Blah, blah, blah. And we just you know, started being open mic goers together, and then um, you know, we started chopping it up more and more week after week. And he saw my van. He's like, dude, it's so fucking dope. I was living in my van at the time, and um, so yeah, that's cool. He's like, dude, make me want to fucking do it. Like, and then we're just like talking. And the next week, he's like, I'm really thinking about it, and then like. The next week, like, um, 
Mouse didn't go, so he just hit me up. He was like, yo, do you mind giving me a ride? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, hey, cool. I'll take you out there. He's right down the street. And um, we just started, like, talking and just had a lot of the same ideas and a lot of the fucking, like, like he used to throw parties, too. And um, everything kind of just meshed. And we just threw a party for him for his birthday, and then we did Van Jam Fest. Um, that was the, yeah, that, that was the big yard thing yeah, you guys yeah, did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we did that um, with a month of planning. And we threw a successful Damn. festival that we made profit on. And it was just, like, a moment of, like, okay, like, let's just keep doing this. Like, let's just keep making, you know, to keep pushing out events and stuff. And, um... Do you guys yeah. have any plans to do any more festivals? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we got we got a couple of things lined up for this year. Yeah, we do a, a barbecue every year, kind of like a giving back to our, our people's type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have yet to be profitable in that situation dog yeah, it, we've, we've been tossing money into that every uh, year you gotta toss money you know yeah. what I mean? like it's one of those things we just were put in a position where there's like very little overhead for mm-hmm. a while you know what i mean so it was just that extra push that we needed just to get things done and keep the ball moving you know um, nice now your uh your your background in music have you always been a house guy have no, you always no. been no i mean well you can say you can say that i have um you know, everybody fucking listened to Skrillex at one point in time. Right, and like right, all yeah. that fucking shit. And I found him on Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to God. What the fuck? Yeah. When they when they brought it back the the second time. Okay. They had Skrillex on there and they were he was making like Harry Potter jokes about the little girl in the video and shit. And yeah. But anyway, yeah. Skrillex was uh, I don't know if you guys remember the uh, streamo phase of the mid two Sunny Moore. Sunny yeah. Moore. Yeah. Uh, from first to last. Yeah. He was a sixteen year old. I don't know, anorexic kid. Fucking glow up. <laughs> I liked his his it's a uh, goddamn glow up. Yeah. Sunny yeah. Moore, man. I liked his corn <laughs> collab that he did. The corn collab? Yeah. Skrillex and Corn did an album together. Oh shit. Like yeah. I know that. Yeah. It was it was pretty dope because you already know corn's kinda like dark and edgy anyway. Like, I like and, he's, and then you throw fucking Skrillex fucking Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That was like a one and done thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I've had those experiences with like electronic music, but mainly, uh, you guys a full full background. I grew up a pastor's kid, um, and my there's, step- a, there's a lot of you guys yeah, in this group that are yeah. like, yeah. Um, and my stepdad was from West Virginia originally, so he's West Virginia pastor t- type of guy. Um, so he was holding the snakes and shit. Yeah, he yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. um, he was breaking chains. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And we definitely went to more of the animated churches. You That's know awesome. I mean? uh, there's people running and dropping like flies and shit. Um, but really, I only listened to country and Christian music for the first ten years of my life. Okay. Wow. And like of course, you know, there's certain bops that like, you know, I hear on movies like my version of Candy Shop was uh Tracy Morgan's version of Little Man where he was like, Take it to the butcher shop. Yeah, yeah. And that was like I thought that was the song <laughs> for like years. <laughs> and it wasn't. Um and the first rap song that I really like heard and liked was Forever by Drake. Because I saw the Sprite commercial where his face like opens up. Oh, and I, I remember was like, that one. Yeah. I was like, there's something about this. And then I learned the whole song front to back. And um, then I kind of started getting like rebellious with my music. And I found Devil Wears Prada, which is a Christian screamo band. Some good and shit. I was, oh, it's, yeah. it, and it's good as fuck. Like, so good. And, um, but it was like a little uh, you know, excuse for me to listen to this type of shit. I was like, look, mm. they're Christian. Like, look at the lyrics. It's all fucking Bible verses and fucking. That's how a lot of, a lot of those guys got into like hardcore music yeah. and stuff. Because mm-hmm. like, their only outlet, they were like, well. 
I'm playing in a hardcore Christian band, like under oath hardcore yeah. Christian, Avenged Sevenfold hardcore yeah. Christian stuff like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I uh, just had this discussion with somebody. I didn't add anything to that. No, 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 it's great. No, it's, it's and it's there's good music out there. You know what I mean? Um, say what you want about Christians, uh, but they can make some good heavy music. Like, dude, I, I was I was pretty heavy into uh, that that one Flyleaf album that blew oh, up. Dude, Flyleaf. That uh, Flyleaf yeah, album that blew up, and then I found out they were like Christian rock, and then yeah, I listened really? to the lyrics again, and I'm like. I think she's fucking Jesus or something <laughs> in this song, dude. Oh, like, I really... I'm so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, the, the other one. I can feel you. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. That one, that dude. One. She was fucking Jesus in that song, dude. <laughs> Fuck this Listen to that ass. song. <laughs> she said, I'm alive. Um, but yeah. Um, you squared the Holy Ghost up in that bit. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of like, because I've been to every, um, I used to go to Mayhem Fest every year. Okay. And... Um, like I, even when I moved down south, we went. I drove four hours ago to to the Atlanta one because I couldn't make. We went up here anymore. I wasn't fucking forty minutes from Camden anymore. But uh, there was a lot of Christian bands I went to there, and I didn't know until I like read the little pamphlet thing yeah, that they would give you the little fucking what do they call them programs. It's like oh shit, they're fucking they're a Christian rock man, dude. They're here for the Lord, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I started getting into that. <laughs> fucking pit up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like in the name of Jesus. In the name of, of Jesus. <laughs> but it would be like it would be like under oath or, or one of them, and then it would be like behemoth. Yeah, yeah. or something <laughs> ridiculous. What type of spiritual dude. warfare is going on? Yeah, that stage. Dude. I remember so got like was... Jesus has a cunt shirts in the audience <laughs> and shit. Like, <laughs> do this for God. I'm a warrior. Yeah, I remember a day. Uh, not a day. Remember, Delaware's Prada played, and then. The band right after was uh, "Bring Me the Horizon." Oh yeah, and their yeah. first oh. song was "Pray for Plagues." Oh, and I'm like, nice. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. I went to um, "Bring Me the Horizon." I went to Date Remembers uh, Self Help Fest Ooh. in Philly. Yeah, did you, did you go to that? I didn't, dude. Was da- it good? Data Remember, Story So Far, Chiodos, August Burns Red, oh. One to Years, Most of Us in White, um, Crown the Empire. So they're all doing 20th oh, anniversaries shit. now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, dude, it was fucking oh, yeah. insane. Insane. But um, Bring Me the Horizon, they did a, uh, one of the only successful wall of deaths I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And um, they also had, at one point in the time, they had six different mosh pits in the crowd. Jesus but God. it was like one here, one here. One Do here, you like force them all one together? Here, one here and one here, and it was just one huge upside down cross towards the stage. And I was like at the oh, back of it looking, oh, and I was shit. like, I was like, hey, bro, I gotta go. <laughs> so, I was like fresh out of the religion, like so trying to figure out like what was good and what was not. And Wait, I was like, this? I was like, I'm just gonna go over here for a little. Mom, Y'all can, can you do pick that. me yeah. up? <laughs> if I don't, if I don't witness this, it doesn't affect me. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if like, I don't see it. <laughs> Yeah, but I got in that bitch. I knew I, I had a, a different respect for metal when I uh, went to a, a festival and I seen, you would see motherfuckers um, crowd surfing. And then just randomly, you would see a fucking dude in a wheelchair just going over the whole fucking crowd, <laughs> dude. I'm like, shit. oh, shit, this is wild. Was his wheels yeah. turning? Like no, they the were ground, them bitches like, were locked, bro. <laughs> they had them bitches locked, and they were just pushing that bitch forward, dude. <laughs> it was, like it was fucking so tough. fucking funny, like fucking dude. like uh, the zipper ride at the fucking fair. <laughs> 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 yeah. Get that man a paddle and get that, that motherfucker paddling through the crowd. Yeah, I've seen some wild shit at some metal shows. Man. I remember we saw a Day to Remember at a Warp tour, and Day to Remember was at like the main stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the one where the hill. 
the hill. Music. I was oh, at that, that show and he's like, "Oh, you pussies Yo, on the fucking hill!" Yes, yeah, yes. That shit was crazy because he was like, "Fuck the hill, fuck the <laughs> hill, yeah. fuck the hill," and I was like, "Oh shit, this is about to be a riot." And then out of nowhere, out of fucking nowhere, there's a condom. Somebody filled up a condom with air, and it was just floating through all this chaos. <laughs> yeah. And he's mid-song. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just a fucking massive condom balloon floating through the crowd. I also enjoy, like, the one costume person at every concert. Like, there's always, like, a banana. <laughs> Or like a, a Winnie the Pooh or something. Spider like the Green yeah. Man. Yeah. If someone's just shit. like, I, my dad didn't give me enough love yeah. as a kid, yeah. so yeah. these people may. Yeah. And, and no, then, fuck you. And then that's where you get music festivals and house festivals where everybody's just dressed up. <laughs> yeah, like, right. right. That's a little different. If everyone's doing it. Well, I'm right, saying fine. they are just, they're all dead left. Yeah. I went to, uh, <laughs> I went to, we all uh, have our problems. <laughs> I went to, it was Slayer, Lamb of God, Amon Marth, and Cannibal Corpse. And it was a guy in the, in the, and the crowd dressed like Jesus. And, like, you just, you would just find them. Like, I, I took a picture with them and everything. Like, you would just see, like, you're like, damn, like, you don't realize how many times you see the same person at a, at a place until you see, yeah. like, one yeah. guy dressed like yeah, Jesus dude. and you keep running into yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Jesus, dude. There you guys are good. It's like when you uh, first buy a car and then you just see your car on the yeah. highway. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Grand Theft Auto. You ever yeah. seen it before? Yeah. You start fucking Jesus. a girl, you start seeing her car everywhere, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah. <laughs> Why like is there a 97 vehicle saver over there? This can't be a figment of my imagination. I always, I always think bullshit. of GTA. Like, you find a real fast car in GTA, and you're like, finally, I found a fast car. And then you're driving, and every car going by is the same fucking car. <laughs> yeah. They all just warp into that one car. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, music. Yeah. Um, 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 oh, I didn't, I didn't really finish my, my thing. Um, oh, yeah, go so ahead. So, email phase in middle school and stuff. Um. Ninth grade, I got put on to Wu-Tang by my stepdad, by my new stepdad. Um, Wu-Tang, uh, Killer Army, Sons of Man, Nas, uh, Pink Floyd, The Dead, um, Led Zeppelin, all that type of stuff. And uh, actually, we were talking about Pink Floyd earlier, but uh, mm. the first vinyl I ever listened to was Animals by Pink Floyd. The fucking 30-minute songs. Dude, I was sitting there. Yeah, dude. Fucking... Uh, 16 years old, my stepdad's like, I have this in your bag of weed. Like, smoke as much as you want. And it's like the worst fucking <laughs> A shit. you can ever fuck with. Yeah. And you're 18 <laughs> minutes in the dog. So like, you're like, what the dude, fuck? I, was, I, I, dude. I sat there with the fucking vinyl and just smoked a bowl for fucking hours. Like, and just listen Did it just to become shit. a chore at that point? Like, <laughs> is that is that your is that your weed album? Like, is that like, um, like do you have a weed album? Like, a weed album. Because mine's a Zeppelin too. I had trip albums. Okay. Um, mm. uh, Echoes. I mean, that's pretty much half it's like the their album. What Echoes? Uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Yeah, that, a, is that a greatest hits album or no? No, it's it's one side is Echoes and the other side is is metal. So that's like um, uh, Pillow of Fearless, Saint Tropez, um, Seamus. Okay. Um, Seamus is the dog. <laughs> and, um, some other shit but that one's a pretty good one but uh uh yeah i had i had that um i don't think i really have like high albums um no like i, I every time every time i hear zeppelin 2 i think of the one zeppelin of the first times i smoked pot zeppelin 2 is a good one i had a, I had a girl that i was uh hooking up with a couple years back and um she like put me on like she started my zeppelin phase like i knew about zeppelin but like she was like i love led zeppelin like we're gonna listen to led zeppelin all the time but then it turned out that anytime she put on led zeppelin she just wanted to have sex 
Hey, dog. <laughs> and bro, and it was just a bro, moment, and it was just like I deleted everything in her phone <laughs> that wasn't Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't need to, bro. Her fucking <laughs> phone beeps would have been part of a Led Zeppelin song. Hey, hey mom, get yeah, in the you car. Days and confused. Boom, boom. Yeah, boom. so I was, I fucked to that album, like or all that shit, like oh, yeah. a lot. And so, like, it's kind of hard to like listen to it and not think about, you know, that. That was a weird time in my life, though. She that's was, like a core memory. Yeah, dude, it is. It was. Yeah, I think my oh, my you, I, that's your sex album. Uh, I think my I think my sex album is uh, White Pony by uh, Deftones. Deftones. Jesus yeah. Christ! I think so. Damn. Yeah. Every time I, I remember fucking to that album, like yeah. you fucking cervixes up. Yeah, oh, yeah, dog. yeah, dog. Mine's just White Sir. Pony. Sorry, <laughs> be having convulsions and shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I mean, Deftones is like sex music anyway, right? Like it's that's yeah. the way I hear it. Kind of. If you want yeah. to hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're yeah. like, I want to cut you a little. Like, First, like, what's your definition fuck? of sex? Yeah. Is there a- <laughs> Should I be on this podcast uh, right now? <laughs> Does it involve a severed arm? <laughs> Ryan, I think we got to go. Um, I'm staying. I want to I unravel this fucking mystery, man. Yeah, like, I'm oh, listening shit. to the fucking Led Zeppelin over here. I got the fucking, like, uh. oohs and ahs and fucking, like, you know, dynamic range and, you know, highs and lows and beat changes and shit. You're over here just... <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, there's, like, Power Ranger putty noises in the back and shit. Just like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. You chipped up and shit. I think if you're doing, I think if you're doing sex albums, you got to go uh, Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Mm. Beautiful yeah. album. No, it is a solid one. It is a solid one. <laughs> but see, see, I'm trying to trying to get hot and sweaty. That's baby making music. I'm uh, you know, that, that that'll make me do some shit on the day. You know what I mean? So you eat ass and get your ass ate. I'm about it, dog. Yeah, I'm about it too. But you don't know who you're talking to. Dude, I fucking, I was about it. But there's this one person that just kept trying to eat my ass, and it was very scary. <laughs> Like this, like That's wild. See, itching. I I had this conversation with I don't remember who. I want to. It might. Not, it, it might have been Kenny. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, we. I think we did it on an episode. Me and Joel. We were Maybe, talking yeah. about. Um, it's. I was defending the fact that it's not gay if your girl eats your ass. Not, that's your girlfriend, no, dog. Like, that no, that's not, not gay. gay at all. But there's some people that are like, nah, that's gay, no, man. Because, like, bro, like, what's is it gay to like anal, like to. Like, I think if your girl's doing it, it's not gay. No, yeah, if your girl's, if you're, that's the thing, bro. Definition of gay is being attracted to another. You know, yeah, yeah, man. exactly. What, now, no. with that said, though, I had to defend my defend myself and go. I'm not on that boat, but I'm letting that boat go by. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like. I'm just like it's like I'm the, not advocating fucking like lick my ass and yeah, whatnot. You know what I'm saying, yeah. but like, when it happens, I'm a shit happens. <laughs> You finish the bottle of tequila and fucking have at her sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you end up like a doggy position for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And just fucking, <laughs> just getting yanked like a fucking cow. Yeah. Next thing you know, she's critiquing your arch. Yeah, I'm always, yeah, I'm always wild. scared that like, I'm, I'm, I could be critiquing her. The last way. thing that <laughs> I, I can do it, you can do it. The last thing that I want my girl to I do is, I got a bad back. I got sciatica. <laughs> last thing I want my girl to do is hold my ankles like, like she's changing my diaper. Oh my God. <laughs> like that's, yeah, I know. I had, I had one girl. Which, I had one girl when she was that, when she was sucking my dick, she would come and she would um put her like arms under me like she was eating pussy. 
Oh, that's great, dude. And like, oh, well, yeah. your dick in a but headlock. But it was scary. Like, it was scary. Like, because you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Also She's wanted me to sit on her belt. face. Yeah. I was just like, oh. <laughs> so I'm kind of just like dropping dick in her mouth, and I'm like, ah, my fucking knees are cramping up. Like, I gotta get up. I don't, I don't want to do this, dude. Start doing squats just to get better at it. You give me too much Molly. I don't. Want to I, don't do I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know how old you two are. Me and Kenny are about the same age. But once you hit that, didn't help at all. I don't know what that. Means. <laughs> once you hit twelve. Once you hit thirty. Right once you hit thirty, you only have like two, three moves. And then that's like, like all the adventure shit and sex is really done. I would say mm-hmm. it's like I'm about 24 and I only got four. So you're you're, you're, you're 24. How how old are you? 29. 29. Okay, well you're almost there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 30. <laughs> your is, up, right? 30 down, you just get you just yeah, get 30s boring. downhill. Yeah. You get a move I, set of three moves. Uh, that's it. Yeah. You're you're you a Street Fighter everything. character yeah. in the bedroom, pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that. Oh. oh. As long as you have the Hadouken, that's all that fucking matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get the all right, all right, back, back, back to keto. So your musical journey, uh, you yeah, yeah, a whole retrospective of my fucking <laughs> my journey. But yeah, then I got into, um, so I just started fucking so making after Wu Tang, you got into ass eating. Yeah, 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 yeah of course, as one does. Um, but then I got. You know, I started producing hip-hop, um, and that's when like, a lot of those collectives were going on. And I did that for most of high school. I was performing open mics in Philly a lot, um, writing stuff, constantly just, you know, trying to find my lane as that. And then, um, you know, I kind of just realized I didn't really want to make hip-hop. I didn't really feel like I wanted to do the whole, um, you know, uh, music industry fight for, you know, you know, time and, you know, views oh, yeah. and all you that. Like, like, that yeah, like, like, and like it's that like way. I realized that that's a whole like, – to make hip hop is one thing, but to be a rapper or to be like the same thing as like being a DJ versus, you know, being a comic versus doing comedy. Like, it's just like, mm. there's a different type of grind that comes with, you know, committing sure. to like, you know what I mean? Getting into it. And it just didn't resonate with me. So that's right. when I picked up the guitar and started my Cherry Garcia stuff and, um, worked on that for a couple of years on and off. It's still kind of, you know, active. And, um, but all throughout high school, I was DJing. And when I got into the festival scene, probably like 2019, I was in like a lot of jam band fest and stuff. I was DJing and just how, how the hell did you just like slip in? Yeah, literally, I had a friend that was like, uh, "There's this music festival thing going on." I saw I was doing drugs already. I was doing like acid and shrooms, mm. and I was a hippie and looking. As for, one I was does. looking for this stuff. I was mm-hmm. looking for this stuff. Yeah. My hell friend's yeah. like, "My um, this festival, my friend used to go to as a kid is happening in Hamilton. Like, let's just like you know go selling like sixty bucks for the night. Like, and I was like, oh, I'm fucking down. Like, I'm free. I'm off of work. Like, let's go. Um, I go as soon as I get there. Buy a uh, Eighth of Shrooms off uh, somebody that I think we all fucking know, but I ain't going to name drop on here. Fair I'll tell you off, <laughs> off mic. Um, and I just ate them as soon as I got there and fucking just tripped balls at this music festival and had work the next morning. And I was like, okay. I was like, this is amazing. I'm coming back next time. And I literally <laughs> wow. fell, I fell in the scene. And because my friend also started dating somebody through the scene. And um, I just kind of got acclimated to it. And I just started meeting people from the scene and, I just kind of became a fessy kid for like about two years. And then somewhere in there is where I started finding EDM through that type of music crowd. Mm-hmm. They're all, cause all my friends were listening to dubstep and, um, I wasn't really into it. It was a lot of noise. At I was like, like the, the, yeah. When was that? Like 2011 ish? Yeah. But, but this yeah. is like the, the later yeah. shit like now, which is like more rhythm. I don't know if you ever heard of that term. Mm. 
it's it's there's so many levels of dubstep now where it's like this shit is like legit just robots fucking. Oh, they have like subclasses like, now. Like, yeah. Oh, like, oh, dude, like, oh, dude, the Viking metal ridiculous. and this type of metal. <laughs> dude, they have black you have metal. rhythm, you have trance, you have melodic dubstep, you have trap, you have uh, even house, dude. You have tech house, bass house, future house, speed house. Damn, um, that's wild. Do you feel compelled to do like one of those genres? Um, I guess if I classify one, it would be considered tech house. Okay. Which is um, a lot of the house music you guys could probably heard at Sealy's any, any of the time. You know what I mean? Um, I like bass. Bass house is like, jing, 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 jing. Like, <laughs> where um, tech house is like, boom, 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 boom. Like, it's like, there's okay. different, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I found, uh, I found my sound through that and uh, kind of just started DJing. Really seriously over the last like two years when it comes to house, okay. just, I just kind of fell in love with it and I was like, oh, this is the scene that I want to be in. Um, and of course, I'm around so many different types of genres. Like I was at the AC uh, Night Market by Noah Trope last night, and um, they do everything from you know rhythm to trance to disco to just whatever gets people moving there. And right. it's, it's it's great to be all around it all, but house is really where I've kind of just. It's what I want to do. Like I did a um, open format the other night when I did the tin event at the market. I was DJing intermissions and stuff, and um, it was a great night. Like whatever, but it made me realize how much I hate DJing for crowds. Mm. I hate it. Like I, I, I just want to do what I want to do. Right. I want to play the music I want to play for the people that want to listen to it and the yeah. people that are coming for that type of you know. Because I played, you know, I'm in a room full of probably two hundred people. And a quarter of them are really, are really vibing with my stuff. But then I do a club in Philly. It's the biggest club. And it's packed out. And everybody's vibing. And it's just like, okay, that's why I do this. Like, it's it's like being an artist. It's like, um, you know, being on a label and, and not doing the sound that you really want to do. Because you're, yeah. sure. you're stuck with your other friend's band because you got signed on that one. Yeah, I mean, something like that. Sure. And um, it really just kind of helps me solidify that, like, yo, I can do this. And I can just be this type of artist. Um you know the desire to do the open format DJ and stuff like that is to pay the bills because absolutely, dude, you get you get paid. You get dude, your wedding DJ cleans up, cleans I up, bet. and that's probably so damn simple for yeah, you, and, dog. It's like and, this. And don't get me wrong. There's DJs like um, DJ Nick Spinelli. He's a wedding DJ that dude. I watch his TikToks and his like his like routines and stuff, and that takes its own time and practice, mm-hmm. and its own niche, and it's I respect it so much. But um, if most wedding DJs are just playing the hits that we've heard since we were kids. Yeah, there's, uh, oh, yeah. there's, there's already like a preset list of songs, like yeah. the Cha Cha yeah. Slide and mm-hmm. fucking all it's that bullshit. It's just about how you want to play them. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, and I'm just I'm okay on that. I you know I know what I want to do. Um, I know I definitely want to make music of all types going forward. Like I'm going to be focusing more on the Cherry Garcia stuff again too. Yeah, those um, uh, when you 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 went on stage one night at one of the open mics. And uh, you were picking shit out the the little fuck it bucket. And that's one of like I posted that on the um on Snap, I think. And that's like one of the highest viewed videos I think I have on there. I wanna say it's on my TikTok <laughs> yeah, that was as well. Yeah, that made me fucking cry. Dude, it was, it yeah. was, that was, was a so good night. Funny. That was the first time I I find myself especially being in the position that I am with Van Jam, um, neglecting my own creative needs. Mm-hmm. A lot, um, and you know, neglecting my desires for creation, and you know, the t- putting aside the time to do it, um, 
and moments like that kind of you know bring it all you know back to what it's supposed to be. I I jammed. I picked up guitar for the first time in like three months. Wow. The other day, and you know you have this thing of like you know you're partially rusty. You also have that like it feels like the first time again, so you feel like you're just shredding and you're fucking just in the pocket. But like at the end of the day, it was just like okay, like I miss this. Mm-hmm. Like I know I, I know I got to put other things forward, but I have to find a balance somehow of like you know making time for everything. But then it's hard because. You know, it's like, what do you commit to? Because you only got so many years on this earth. You only got so many hours yeah. in a day. You And yeah, we have, man. like I was talking about the market being saturated. You literally have to choose wisely about what you want in front of you, around you, and what you want yourself to be involved in. Because you can spend, dude, years, hours just working on something or at a job or with someone. And, like, it just, and not that it's, like, a, a bad thing, but it's just like, yo, like, you got you to gotta know what you want because we don't have that much time. Yeah, and you got to be able to recognize we, it, too. We don't have, we don't have that yeah. much time. And and, you, it's not, and it's never like where, you know, you guys are older and, like, it's like you guys have more time than me. No, you have you realize it when you realize it. Mm-hmm. And it's once you realize you don't have that much time, that's when you got to get active because we all are just living in that same moment. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what is your, like, creative uh, routine, right? Routine. You do, you have to fall, like, you know, at yeah. least for comedy, like, <clears throat> I pick 10 minutes out of the day to write. Most of it's shit, right? But, like, you get those nuggets of, like, oh, okay, I can I can use this, whatever. And that's my routine. Um, and I assume it's similar for you, right? Like, um, in some form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, you know, like, in, in the Van Jam sense, work comes, we, I get it done. Flyers, um, you know, when it, once it comes in and we have everything locked in, all the, all the comedians and stuff, I'll take a day, I'll have... You know, I got to make the event bright. I got to make the link tree link change. I got to uh, make the flyer, send it out, all that stuff. I'll take two hours of, you know, a day a week and go to a Starbucks and get it all done. Um, I try to stay with a set at an event probably every other week or at least no more than three weeks in between events um, when it comes to DJing because that gives me time to plan my sets, find new music, and also practice them and also have wiggle room where I'm not being forced to go out, um, you know, and do all these different events where I don't have time to create the same time. Right. And then also getting new music is a full-time job for me. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in on the way here. <clears throat> I pull up SoundCloud and I go, you know, picks for you. And I just shuffle. Just listen, skip, listen, like, listen, skip, listen, like, 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 skip. Who's this? Let me go through all his stuff. Boom, boom, boom. I like it all. Save it. See how. See which one has free downloads. See which ones I got to go buy. See which ones mm-hmm. I got. And then you do that. And then, you know, you have a download day because you're going to download 200, 300 tracks. You know, dude, I and, and there's a big debate, too, as well. Like, not debate, but just people, you know, doing their thing of should DJs just have, like, a solid amount of tracks and know their tracks or should you be constantly finding new music? And um, I'm at the point, at least in my journey, where finding new music is the reason for me. Mm-hmm. It's. I was gonna say there has to come to a point where, like, I I can I feel in the future there's gonna be like uh, a, a digital version of hoarders, and they're gonna be like, no, I I, yeah. I can't get rid of this shit. <laughs> you gotta like, get rid of it, dude. You gotta. Like, get you gotta of delete it. these four thousand files. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have lower numbers compared to the DJs that I know, but I have about three thousand tracks in my library, <sighs> but including including like all. 90s R&B, hip-hop mm-hmm. tracks, my, um, 
you know, my throwback rock, you know, I have like the ACDC and the mm-hmm. you know, party jumping ones and stuff when I was doing bar work and stuff. Um, the house, I have about 2,000 tracks wow. all together. Now, are you very OCD with the way you title it all and everything, um, the way you look it up? Because I know it's like, I wish I was. That's, <laughs> I, I, I know that's half the battle of DJing is what being I, able to find shit as quick as possible. What I do right now um, is I have, and I should break it into the tech house speed house how mm-hmm. i'm saying like right even a way for djs to do it now is by vibes like they'll do um you know opening songs transition songs okay um like songs with like you know one has like two different drops where it's like the first drop is one type of and the second one is a different type of vibe so you could just Ooh. go to that vibe you know what i mean yeah. and it, it depends on the dj but i have all my house music in one right now mm-hmm. and what i do is when i go for a set um like i have a set uh, February 5th and at WoW in Philly and I'll sit down I'll go through my all my fucking house tracks and I, you can put them in like separate like you know kind of like a temporary crate on your computer and I'll just go through and every single one that I feel like this venue or this uh, crowd or this night is going to need I'll just put I'll, I'll add it to the, the crate now I know like because I've I've dabbled with um virtual dj i'll get i'll get drunk and just start throwing shit together <laughs> you know what i'm saying and and uh what's what's helped me a lot on there is i'll just toss all my music in the virtual dj and there's literally a, a bpm thing on the side you just fucking sort that shit by yeah. bpm yeah. bro two yeah. 118s that's, up and fucking that's one of the best ways to do it yeah. I, I i do mixing by like bpm and the key um yeah I just learned about key like not that Dude. long ago. And sometimes and like, you don't need it. Sometimes you yeah, don't need sometimes it. Sometimes it just some shit works. Yeah. yeah. Like even me, like I for the first about year and a half of DJing, I would literally just load tracks up and then go to a venue and just play whatever in the moment. Now I'm planning my sets from for the whole hour. From my opening song to my closing song. That's dope. Because because my thing is one there's so many DJs. There's so many events in Philly every fucking night. Yeah. Why are you going to come see me? Yeah. Why are you going to come to my show? Why? Why? What am I giving you that somebody else can give you? Yeah. That this yeah. club with lasers and fucking subs can give you. Then I go, all right, well, music selection. Then I'm like, okay, well, I need to be a performer. I got to have the energy on stage. Then also, you got to think, if I want to do festivals, you need a fucking visual pack behind you. Mm. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Excision or Lost Lands. Yeah, yeah. Dude. They're fucking like it's you're going it's a dubstep movie. Oh yeah, but like, you see the fucking yeah. big metal dinosaur and you see like, lasers and shit. And it's all but they're all yeah, fucking yeah. connected. Yeah. Wild, like, dude. dude, I saw this one DJ Rez. Um super it's like low tempo house. So it's like industrial like but like super like whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, like some steampunk type shit mm-hmm. and their visuals are like demonic as fuck and also one of those moments i was like i'm like high on like lsd i'm like i don't know if i should be here like, this is what my mom told me when i was 12 like can't open doors but like fucking goats just being ripped apart like i'm fucking shit and spirals of fucking hypnotic shit and i'm like yeah. They're hypnotizing us right now. Yeah, it's but a it's, big fucking metalocalypse. And also, I was on like a, a VIP viewing platform. Mm-hmm. So I'm above the crowd looking at everybody just looking like a horde of fucking That's like, wild like orcs just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, but it's these experiences that you provide. And I've also struggled with this in myself of... um. I feel like I'm going to get to the point where I'm doing festivals and I'm going to hate it. 
because mm-hmm. the DJs look so fucking lonely up there. I mean, everyone gets to a point that you're you're so good at something that you can literally just like uh, autopilot, go back shit. on your yeah. phone and fucking hang yeah. out for three minutes. But the thing like, is, like, I want when I DJ, like, I want it to be. You ever seen like any boiler room stuff? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that? No. It's like these this YouTube channel that does like shows and they record them, but it's literally like the DJs in the middle of the room. Whoa. Everybody's just fucking. Oh, I think I have. Dude, just yeah. fucking like yeah, jamming, bro. Like those are the types of parties that I want to be in. You know what I mean? So it's like then that that changes my mind too. With even thinking about my sets, is like how do I create those type of atmospheres? That's when event production comes in. Like there's this one party in uh, Philly that happens a lot called Departed. Dude, they have the DJ, the biggest stage, the biggest venue in Philly, um, and they put the take DJ off the stage. Put him in the middle of the room. Put dancers on the stage. Put dancers in the crowd. Fucking have like people with like fucking like That's big damn. fucking shit. Like I don't know if you, you know Ben Arsenal. No, um, he's part of World Town Sound System. Uh, I may have heard. They're of like him. they're kind of more like a, just like a dance like group. Like they do like they have full band, but um, he's part of the uh, that's his thing. But he's fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, there's just kind of just figuring out what my what am I doing other than playing tracks. Because yeah. it is, and also DJing, I realize, is my preferred performance, way of performing. I don't like being the singer. I don't like being the guitarist. I don't like being the host. I don't like um, doing comedy. Like, I don't want to mm. be like a rapper jumping up Comedian and down. And what's, like, what's wild is those, <laughs> are, those are like all different anxieties as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then, yeah. but it's like, as a DJ, like, I, I when I'm up there, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm controlling the crowd yeah. because, especially when I'm planning my sets, like I'm like, dude, you are coming to see me, so I'm giving you me. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting a set together, and you're gonna have to sit through it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, do you throw like your own songs in with like um, the rotation of? So, two two kind of like answers to that. Um, no, well, I I want to. I'm working on music. Um, but here's the reason for that because. One, my tracks just kind of aren't finished, like sure. all around. And two, one of the bigger things in the EDM community is, and this is just all music in general, but because this stuff is so like sonically based and like that's what matters, you're mixing and you're mastering on these tracks um, matters completely. Like it is, it is a re- that is the science that you have to learn for this. Like it's not like, oh, let me learn how to use my DJ shit. No, it's like let me be, learn how to be a producer and know how to sound design and know what decibels I need my fucking shit at and how to change. Wow. Like it's and that Damn. is the other side. That's why, like, dude, you can if you in a good club if you download it like a SoundCloud track and they have a low like hertz like audio hertz on mm-hmm. it, you will hear the. the 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 vibe switch in the club because of the frequency of the music. Get the so fuck it is out all of here. like it so is, you're a sound scientist. Is what you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's It gets to that yeah. point, and then that's a dark rabbit hole as well because it's the producer rabbit hole, and they do mm-hmm. it with hip hop and all that stuff, and and, and any yeah. type of music like you know fucking full bands do that shit. But it's like that's what you have to matter about. Where it's like when you're gonna see a band, it's like. The sound could be shit, but if the energy's live yeah. and like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah. where it's like I've seen both sides of that. Like yeah, a, a good energy, a bad group, and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. you have to, but it's as a DJ, like I see so many DJs that don't interact with the crowd. I didn't interact with the crowd for first couple of my shows, and I went to Elements Festival and I saw this DJ Doctor Fresh, and um, probably one of the best sets of the weekend came right right on after like a really shitty like a 
one that you had like a very high expectation for and it just kind of flopped and he just mm. came and was like this is my festival now and we we're just on stage and like that's why I don't know if you guys seen like the Instagram videos of me performing and I do like a lot of like fucking like like this yeah, and, like, yeah. and it's it's a conscious thing where I'm like I'm performing right yeah. now like I can't just dun, dun, yeah, you're not like, standing up there like no, Daft like, Punk, I'm, like I'm, fucking it's big promote, body energy. Yeah. Like you're it's, promoting the vibe. Yeah, like yeah. And, that, and that's where like the whole big body thing came from because it's um, keto. Is, it comes from when it's Marcos. My mom called me Marquito. Okay, and my peoples would just be like, "Yo, keto," like joking around. Then became keto, like just keto, like. And I produced hip hop under keto for years and rapped under keto and stuff mm. and DJed under keto. One, there's an Australian DJ named Keto that's pretty big, and I'm you know. I've gotten confused like on a bill for her before, and um, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, and it's like you're not, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're good, but you're not, you're not them. I feel like my name uh, is Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Chris uh, Rock, are you playing at a bar? You're a Sealies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris Rock's a Sealies. Um, and you know they, uh, the Van Jam guys call me Big Body just from you know little chunky boy, you know, and uh, just you know just joking. I'm one of the bigger people in my group of friends, you know. And uh, it just and I I played a dubstep set at a beach rave one night and it was like I'm bringing like the big body energy tonight and it kind of it was, I found out about the Australian DJ and that kind of in the same week and I was like okay I think like this is a nice little add on to it like people mm. still know me by keto so people like we're gonna call me that and whatnot but like for marketing purposes and stuff it, it fits really well and it's also it's a it's a branding thing it's like yo big body like you're coming to see yeah you're not yeah. If, if you're coming to see me do what I'm really doing. You're mm. not going to leave unimpressed. Nice. If you're seeing yeah. me at a fucking four-hour-long event, then you might. <laughs> 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 you're going to see me struggling, dude. <laughs> but, just like, yeah, we had a, when when we had a Kayla on last episode, and we, we told her that you were coming on next, and she was like, have you been to any of his shows? I'm like, no. It's like, y'all got to go down there this summer. Yeah. She's like, if he does any shows this summer, you got to go. I'm down there. I'm constantly down there. <clears throat> now, is that like a every... Every weekend you find Every, some shit to do. Well, or? I'm part of. I'm a resident DJ for Noah Tropes. Uh, some of Noah Tropes events on there. Noah Tropes is a event company ran by um, a good friend of mine, Tina Notaro. Um, she is a local in AC, and she's very committed to empowering and reviving AC's artistic community. And nice. it's, it's on the so, up and ups. It's on the up and ups. Like everything from uh, you know physical art to mm-hmm. murals to um, you know. Uh, community engagement and like you know different That's places dope. like they have community gardens and shit out there right now she's always doing events and stuff like that but she also is a bit of a degenerate like all of us mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> she loves throwing parties and the beach rave started from her just taking a generator and a speaker and having some of her DJ friends come out and party and then you know this kind of people just started came we met on Twitter I saw a tweet it was like, so you want DJ beach rave and I was like yeah let's go and I did and um Went out there with Drew, and they were having some, like, kind of technical difficulties, and that's, like, our thing. So we just do start hooking everything up for them, kind of just, like, making it easy. Started DJing. Uh, two of the acts didn't show up, so I DJed for two hours in the beginning. Uh, oh, shit. To my memory, and that night I was, like, one of the only DJs that, like, had people dancing. Like, everybody left. Not left, but kind of just, like, start chilling out. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it was the first time I met Tina, and it was just a beautiful, you know, night. And she's a beautiful person, and we just clicked, and... Come March of this year, mm. she held an event at Anchor Rock Club, and it was a night market. And so she had vendors upstairs and DJs and stuff. And uh, actually, no. No, 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 no. The first event was just a rave. It was okay. just a rave because it was cold and we didn't want to be outside. And 
after that when she's like, I think I want to have vendors here. I think I want to make it more community, make it more like an event to come hang. And like, you know, it's not just about the music. It's kind of just a place to be. Yeah. And ever since then, I want to say she started in May. She's had uh, new moon night markets on every new moon, no matter the day. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Wow, that's wow. And the beach raves yeah. are every full moon. So, dude, it'd be a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Friday, whatever. We're just there. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, dude, it... I remember the first beach rave I was at, I probably saw about 60 to 70 people. Dude, we've seen upwards of like three to 400 people. And it's Damn. always new people. People bring their tents. People it's bring like a fish up. concert. Dude, dude, it's, it's, literally, yeah. it's a lot. Dude, it's literally a <laughs> yeah. lot. And now we have, I don't know if you know, um, there's a lot of Philly stuff. But his name's VisaWave. He's like an audio sound guy. Dylan, I don't know his last name. But um, I know Nick's and uh, uh, nah, they know him, but okay. not, not like that. Um, he's more on like the bass side of the scene. Got um, it. And Dylan, <laughs> they're the shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I get it. Um, but Dylan, he is the sound and lighting guy, and he brings any stuff that you've seen from my beach rave stuff, from the anchor stuff. It's all his setup. And Portal, Portal wow. is like another guy that um, he brings. He does controls the, the visuals with a fucking Guitar Hero guitar. What? Oh, like you can play with it and stuff, dude. It's so dope. That's insane. Bring, I mean, it's a USB so controller. Cool. Yeah. yeah, they bring that That's shit funny. out to the beach, dude, and we set it up. And we tried. They tried different uh, setups, like different projectors mm-hmm. or or a light I want to know walls. how high he was when he figured that dude, out like what a fucking <laughs> dude he's a fucking that's not a that's not a, a sober guy. person thought like <laughs> yeah. I'm going to plug up this guitar hero guitar somebody and be like no what are you doing light. he's a smart guy like, that's dope wild, yeah. yeah dude but um yeah and that's so that's basically so in a month I'm doing one every other week so the full moon every two weeks and a new moon every two weeks Damn, that's cool as hell. so that's that for the last year has I tell Tina all the time that is what kind of single handedly has propelled me as a DJ. Wow! See, going to those events, doing them, see, repetition, and, and, I'm, and I'm one of the residents. There's four resident DJs. It's me, JD Double D's, uh, Too Good, which is Dylan, our lighting guy, and DJ Skyline. Um, we all have different sounds. I'm mainly house with some more trap and you know some heavy bass dub influences, hip more hip hop like that mm-hmm. type of the bass I like to bring in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Double D's He's more rhythm And like the heavy dubstep But like He keeps it He does everything He does the drum and bass He does the house He does the fucking He just keeps the party going He's amazing at it Dylan He's heavy dubstep And can just fucking Lock in and get it And DJ Skyline's an older dude That's been DJing since vinyl He does fucking The hip hop The Jersey club The fucking mm, The house But like, like You know what I mean He's a, a resident At Rhythm and Spirits In AC And like it's just we have this four different vibes and we just we hold it down and you know sometimes we one of us can't do an event so we bring other people in like we've, right. been, we've been bringing in a lot of new talent in recently which is very great and i love that but you know being a resident like it one has helped me get gigs like just that type of you know name and stuff like that and has subconsciously made me feel fucking important which has propelled me to do my fucking job and do it better right and then also to just have these consistent gigs and enough where it's like i'm not fucking doing fucking four hours of shitty fucking PYT in a fucking rock with yeah. mixes all night long. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just like, like I, I can actually do what I want and yeah. have enough time to prep and, and start getting to know myself as a DJ and as a creator and in the scene and, you know, and then go to Philly and then do my shit over. Like, AC is my home base. AC, mm-hmm. that's, you know, we hold it down down there. But then when I go to Philly, then it's like, Okay, now I can take everything I've been doing and learning here and take it over here and do those drops over there. But now I'm getting in the Philly scene and now it's just like, and now I want to get to the, I'm thinking about today, I want to get to the point where like, I'm legit just 
getting music every single now, day. Because I'm just like, I want to just create, do this, and do this more and more. Was there a point where, um, I'm going to compare it to, to a story, I guess. Um, you 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 were there when um, um, Drew would, like, take the stole from me when yeah, I'd get yeah, on stage yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, uh, I had to learn, like... I would get on stage and my leg would just be fucking going, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it was just something that I had to get over. Um, was there a point in uh, working with music, like party-wise, like was there a point where you came and uh, was just comfortable, like I got this shit, like it's working? Like was I there think, a point where you've seen it and you're like, oh, my God, it's fucking. I think that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a little. Yes, yes, there was. But there's a couple of different answers to that um like i said i plan my sets mm-hmm. so and yeah i do like diverge sometimes sometimes i only plan 30 minutes and i would fill out the vibe and go whatever mm-hmm. but there's i have a bit of security knowing what i'm giving them okay and that is kind of like where it's like um it's like where it's like a an actor versus like an improv mm-hmm. type thing you know what i mean where like i i'm a little more I know the show that I'm putting on. Then I also have been in positions where I'm just DJing and trying to, you know, mix and just find vibes. And um, I think it kind of honestly just has always come naturally to me when it comes to DJing. Like, yeah, there's some drops where I'm like, oh, like that's fucking not it. But when I'm on stage, I feel the most comfortable because even though people are there to see me, like they're here to hear what this is. Mm-hmm. And um you can always bring it back to. That's also a scene too, where like I feel like uh, there's definitely going to be people that come to the show that know who you are, but uh, majority of the time there's like a lot of people like there's a show downtown. No, hundred percent. Let's, let's get dressed to fuck up. There's and, constantly always different people at yeah, these shows. Yeah, like as attendees and stuff. But um, I think you know, kind of just also on that of like the moment that I did know that it was what I wanted to do, like you know, where like I knew that like. I found something or I found it was the first indoor one that we did in AC. And, um, I remember I DJed, I had a fucking insane set and I got off stage and I, I walked up to Drew and I was just like, I, I know, I know like, this is it. Damn. Like, this is it. Like I That's got off cool. stage. I just like, and it's like every single time that I get off stage now, like it's like, and I kind of am the thief of my own joy with this, mm-hmm. but like I get off stage and there is no high for me. Yeah, like it's it's just like I'm there. Like even when I did Philly, I was DJing in Philly and I was scared because it was the biggest gig. I'm opening up for a huge fucking international act. I'm opening up for fucking Shaquille O'Neal's son as well. Oh um, shit! Fucking on thanks the Friday night after Thanksgiving in Philly at the biggest club, sold out. Um, and I'm freaking out like internally, kind of like, and I get on stage and. They let me start DJing like 30 minutes before the door is open just to get comfortable. And I'm just ripping some bullshit, like going through some stuff, like realizing what mixer I have in front of me. Because um, that was also another thing about being a DJ. You have to get comfortable with the gear that they have at the clubs. And you can't no. get it. That's that's more of like the stool thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I was used to a controller like at home. Okay. Dude, they have – you don't know what you're getting at a club. I didn't know either, like especially working at, at the pool was um, there's only so many songs that they're allowed to use as well. What I was mean, I was told mean? like yeah at, at clubs like at that big places yeah. like that like yeah. they're they're only licensed so many songs so that's why I would always hear fucking oh, fucking Meek wow. Mill and shit all the time because yeah. it was they they had the unless fucking unless it was out. like the artists themselves like even like on they didn't give me one for the Av when I played that night but sometimes they'll give you a do not playlist 
Because like that's, for that's me, I can't wild. I can't play this guy's songs before yeah. I when I'm opening up for him. Sure. If you do yeah. that, you're never getting booked again. Uh, so that's that makes all, sense. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. but I was DJing and doors opened. There's nobody. Five minutes. There's like ten people in this club that I usually see pack the fuck out. DJing kind of I kind of have a buffer between like my set set, so I'm like kind of just bullshitting. Starts filling up a little bit. See a couple of my friends. I'm like, all right, fucking th- turn it on. I'm like, all right, I got an hour left. Like, let me start it up. Dude, I go in it and I'm fucking locked in. I'm fucking whatever. There's just zero anxiety. It just all went away. And I looked up and it was like a moment of like, oh, this is just the beginning. Like, mm. this isn't nothing. Like, this is like. Showtime. And then I was, then I was just like, and I was just like, we're good. Like, and then I literally like packed. Packed the last like forty five minutes of my set, the place was fucking packed and going bonkers, and it was like I couldn't have been given a better hand for that one, like, and it was just like I got the set to I got the uh, the gig two nights before the show, and it usually yeah. takes me a week to plan a set. I literally sat down and I was like, and I had to skip one of the comedy shows for it. Um, it was one the one that Able did sound on because I was just like, dude, I, I oh, okay, I can't, yeah. I have to go. Like I have to, like I got this, and I got paid. I got a hundred bucks for an hour and a half. So that's your zone, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. I was that's just like, your fucking zone. And I was just right like, there, I'm, yeah. I'm in there, and I did, I did it, and I literally like, it's it's been crazy ever since. Just after doing that, and just realizing that, like, you know, there's still so much more. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. and as much as that means, but like, you know, that's how I kind of know that it's like what I want to do because I don't feel satisfied. I love it, like, so it's like every time I do it, I'm satisfied, mm-hmm. but I don't feel satisfied enough because I know that like. I need to be doing this more. Mm-hmm. I need to be doing it more consistently. I need to be doing it in different rooms. I need to be learning. I need to be getting new music, new different types of stuff. I need to make my own music. And, um, you know, there's different levels to it. It's like, it's, it's, it's funny to hear you explain all this. Cause I, uh, I mean, uh, Ryan's deeper into comedy than the rest of us are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it sounds like comedy. It sounds like you Dude, fucking no, working it through all it all the time. Yeah, I like say it all the time. Opening up for people, everything. It, they know? are. It, it's legit the same thing, dude. Even when you go to like an open deck, like, dude, you will meet. You'll go there. It'll be thirty DJs for like doing ten minute slots each, like or something like that. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, just like trying to rip something. They they're all night long, mm-hmm. and some of them stay the whole night. Some no, of them will get there up like, and leave, don't give a fuck about you. Some of them will become your best fucking friend. Mm-hmm. And like, I was going to ask, is there like a camaraderie of like, yeah, oh, dude, like that is w- when you say scene, you mean like there's like how we all meet up at Sealy's with yeah, like all no, the no, other yeah, comics no, and completely. shit? Like I, That's um, funny. Like last night, the reason one of the reasons I go to AC, even last night after I was so fucking tired after the show. I was off three hours of sleep yesterday and I still drove down to AC to go to the show because that's my scene. That's yeah. if, I, if, if I didn't have Elizar's thing, I would have been playing it. Like, and I, I go down there because that's what I want to be a part of. Like, that's what I thrive to do. And, like, you know what I mean? You have all these people that will come to your shows because they fuck with you and they, they know what it's like. And then when you get people like that, like, that's when that camaraderie, like, builds. And that's when you get, um, you know, your little niches. Like, we have a Discord chat for uh, this group called Realty Records. And they're uh, a record company and a record label in a, out of Philly house, house mainly. But they run a Discord server. And we are about, like, 250 deep in there. Nice. And wow. it's literally just everything, dude. They have rooms for promotion, for resources, for getting gigs, for you know, if you need work that's from something, dude. And it's yeah, and it's so, so and then, you know, everybody comes and goes, but you have like your core people, like you know what I mean. And it's fucking dope. Like I like I just saw some of my friends from the this guy Discord last night, and it was just like, dude, it's fucking. It's it's nice when you get like those. Like I've always said it about you, Ryan. Well, that like you. you know, like, I don't know what. <laughs> 
Nobody said he's a real piece of shit. You know, I always say this about Ryan. He's fucking sack of shit. And, you know, you could not be a better person to be a sack of shit. Thank you. I appreciate it. Working in the industry that I do, especially with Van Jam and events, you know, I meet a lot of people. I have to talk to a lot of people. Do I like these people? Nah. I don't like people in general. You know what I mean? Like, right. So when I do like you and I like to have conversations with you and I just like, like I fucking tell him, like, we would talk like for like 30 minutes before Sealy's was like oh, a lot yeah. of the nights. We're just yeah. hanging, just talk. And there's not a lot of people that you can do that with, whether yeah. it's your personal preference or just the vibe or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? So when you find those little like, Relationships in the game and in the you know just life you know you cherish them you know what I mean? yeah. even in like that one person at work that you just have that rapport with yep. and it's just that one rapport and you guys just have it and it's just nice and solid you know what I mean like and but it's, they show you love like there's I think I got the Av gig just because I was associated with these guys like they've just seen my name with them and that's a vet like and when you have people that are willing to do that and like willing to you know, promote you and show up and, yeah. and vouch for you. Like it's, that's what makes it all worth it. And the house, especially house. I don't know much about like dubstep and like the harder shit, mm-hmm. but the house scene, dude, they're all, it's all fucking love. Like it's all that's love. Dope. Everybody's that's just so trying dope. to create, like everybody has a label and it's putting everybody on their label while everybody else is putting them on their label. Like, and it's mm-hmm. just that the kind of fucking mash is attacking from everywhere. I'm realizing that with the, the comedy scene, like, yeah, there's a there's a good circle of people around here. Yeah, and you here. see it, and you see it, and when you see yeah. it, and it's like, and it's not like I see these people, or I see what they're doing. I want to be around them to get what I want, but it's like there's a reason why they're all around each other. There's, 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 there's also circles higher than you. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. Which is cool too. Like I I always put like uh, people's Montag and all them like they're above us. Yeah. I'm looking up at them. Trying to fucking like but just by steps, even like, like trying mean? to like, hey guys, how's it going? Like you want to fucking try oh, to hang yeah. out with them and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like you well, want to kind of squeeze up a little bit. I mean that's that's kind of what you got to do in comedy too. Like you know, um, like trying to get into like you know if you go to any bigger club, Helium is around us, right? Like mm-hmm. go hang out, drink there. You know, yeah. you know, just talk, just be personable, just you know all that shit. And um, I don't, you, you'd be surprised how far just doing that you know, we'll get you or even, you know, I don't know, whatever, especially uh, with the right intentions. Like, and it's yeah. like, of course the intention, not intention is like, I'm trying to get something out of this, but that's the equation that that mm, is yeah. what it can happen with these situations. And as people who are chasing their dreams, that's kind of what you just have to be real about. But it's also, you're in these situations for the love of the game. Like, yeah. it's like, I go to these things. I don't go just so I can get on stage and I can find a gig that I can DJ at. It's because like I want to be around people who love this. I want to be around people who appreciate people who love this. Doug, you'd, you'd be surprised yeah. how many people come to us and think that we make money from doing this. Like comedy, <laughs> podcasting, all that. I'm like, fucking no, dude. I am broke, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, we, we lose money I barely have gas things. in my car right now. Yeah, dude. Like, you lose money. On, it's investments, dude. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've been... You know, working with Tin for a while now, and like mm-hmm. everything I do for Tin is off love. Yeah, like, everything I do for Tin is off love. Like because, you know, when you when you support what you support and you believe in it, you're gonna make it happen. And if like, you know, I I trusted him enough that he wants to make it happen for himself. So it's like, hey, you get the help too from me. You get the I help. mean, I mean, of 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 course you got to push yourself at the same time, but um, giving support back, like I I don't feel that besides like Christmas Day, buying someone a gift. And watching them open it, like uh, the feeling you get from fucking yeah. like, yeah, yeah, dude. you know, it's and it's because everything is so gatekept, really. 
and, yeah, and I, I could time. say I could say that I could say that in the same breath while admitting to actively gatekeeping certain things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you also have to have your own um, discretion of the people you want around. Like, bro, I know the type of people I want in my life. Yeah, I do. I know that about myself. I know who I want to chill with. I know I'm open to new people. But I also know that, like how much time I have to waste, dude. I can't hang out with somebody that's just sitting around smoking weed and talking about their problems all day long. Yeah, like, you, you legit. Yeah, can't. I get it. Dog. You have twenty four <laughs> hours in a fucking day, and you're trying to do shit. And I get yeah. it. I get it. I love you, bro. Like I want you to do better, but you have to want to do better. Yeah, you gotta like, want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, and it's as somebody who yeah. suffers from depression and procrastination and, and all that stuff, and like being in these weird shitty positions, like you have to wake up the next day and be like, all right, I'm gonna try. And you got to know your why. You got to know why the and then fuck you're you doing it. You have to be around yeah. people who understand that, like, bro, I can't come hang out with you and see your kid for, you know, how long? Because I got to go be in the studio every fucking night for mm-hmm. the next two weeks. Like, I got, like, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's, uh, and then some people don't get that. And some people get it and support it. And I, I appreciate the people. There's so many people in my life that I haven't seen in so long, but they, like, get what, what I'm doing and mm-hmm. why I'm busy. And what's wild is a lot of those people that I can think of. In my life, they're uh, Friday, Saturday, Henny and Blunt every fucking weekend type yeah. people. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you're, not, just, fucking, you're not even doing anything. Dude, all they do is cope. Yeah. yeah. That's dude, all it is. Dude, it's like, yeah. what are you, like, Copaholics. Like, dude, I just, I don't well, fucking know. I don't know. I think if, I, I'm of the opinion that I think some people, I'm not even near the mic. Uh, I, <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. Some people kind of like that, right? Like, mm. like our aspirations are way different than you know someone who is no. I'm cool with the nine to five shit like yeah. that. Um, that being said, they're fucking dumb, uh, and you should want better for your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just comes off a of certain. I've been in multiple situations in my life where, like, I've you know whether validly out of love or out of ego have like tried to correct somebody. Um, you know, or try to push them to whatever, but and then you look like a dickhead. Yeah, doing then, it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, but the only but thing, like, the only thing I've learned, and I think Dave learned, is that you got to want somebody who wants it for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And you have to be around people that want it for themselves. And you also, because then you also have to remember that at some point you're going to have to remind yourself that you want it for yourself, and you or you're s- that dude. You yep, have to exactly. surround yourself with people yeah, yeah. where you want to be, dude. Better. Yeah, that's than what you, you did. Like, better. Yeah. I'm constantly doing it, bro. I'm constantly trying mm-hmm. to like. I think that's what we're all doing too. Yeah, I'm constantly in trying to be in sense. different rooms with people. Like I'm like, like that's what I said. I know the people that I want in my life, and I keep the people I love near and dear to my heart and around me. But you got to be able to open up and know in the future, like what relationships are you going to make with people, bro? If I give everybody my energy and I give everybody a free verse from Sealy's, if I give everybody a free whatever, like, and it's like not that I wouldn't create with you, but like I only have so much time. Yeah, yeah. I only have so much energy. Uh, yeah. Like, you know 100%. what I mean? Like, I can't do this, this, and that. No, I got to know what I want and like stay on track with it. That's, yeah, that's for anybody. Yeah, me and my uh, girl always get into it with like comedy and podcasting and stuff and. My uh, my number one ex- uh, exchange with her is uh, ain't no half stepping. That's what I tell her. Like, <laughs> nope, yeah, can't do it, dog. You either do it or don't. Like, you, I either got to go and fucking do this or sit home and not do it. Yeah, yeah any yeah. any creative space, you gotta you, you just gotta, gotta go do for that. it. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you gotta be around people. Like, that's the one <clears> thing I love about, uh, especially seeing like this comedy scene specifically but just comedy in general is just like how you guys like here to help each other with the comedy mm-hmm. and it's like you guys are pushing each other to be better writers to be better i love how comics like i love how the the comedy scene around here is um everyone kind of 
kind of knows each other. Yeah. No one really, everyone's fucking shy, though, at the same time. Like, no one really talks to each other one-on-one or nothing. <laughs> same show as the DJC, dude. I yeah. saw four people last night. That but I, everyone's... But we both should have been like, hey, but it was like... <laughs> yeah, but everyone supports everyone. Everyone shares everyone's shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we have, like, a, a big group chat with all the comics that yeah. we're friends with. And um, we literally, like, who's going out tonight? And they'll fucking it'd be Abel and John James. Everybody meets up somewhere. They'll do fucking high note one night. They all meet up there. They all go to Delaware nice. the next night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's about, dude. I even, like, I pulled up to the uh, Tins performance at the market the other night. Um, I don't know if you know PJ from Analog Digital. Um, we usually I usually wear a lot of the hats that I usually got on are usually his. Um, but he's been a close friend of the Van Jam family and, you know, everybody around us for a while. And... Um, he has analog digital and it was just that night at this market, this pop up shop thing. Dude, all of us were wearing a piece of analog digital. That's cool. Like he had a model, he had he had a friend uh, Michael that was a model and she was like wearing like a um like a, um, a dress type apron thing and Tin had a full sweatsuit. Uh Mouse had a hat with a like a, a beanie with like a little like a chemistry like it says okay. A D but like looks like a elements chart. Um I had a fucking uh, his hat, like, and it was just like, bro, probably like twelve of us with different pieces, and it wasn't like overdone, like he dressed us all up, but it was just all all naturally understanding the assignment. It was like Represent, we're going out baby. tonight together, yeah. like, and it got to the point where people were coming, up, like, yo, what's up? Like, you got this is all, you know, dude. I've seen I've seen people show up with uh, uh burning bridges shit at Sealy's, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, dude, dude. it feels fucking insane, dude. Like, and then and then my if I if I bring my girl with me and she sees it, she's like, you're not a you're not that guy. Like, you're not. <laughs> you are, dude. She'll you tell are. me. I'm like, I am that guy. Like, Why you hating? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're that guy, dude. But it, it's it's you good, got a hoodie. Yeah, especially <laughs> especially when especially when you see like um, people come out wearing your shit, and then you like uh, what's his name? Uh, Rob Stant. Oh, Rob Stant. Yeah, that's his name, right? He was on stage and he's seen someone wearing one of our our podcast hoodies, and he's like, "You got a fucking Pornhub hoodie on? What the fuck <laughs> is that?" Like, I just liked how he commented on it. Um, yeah, that's dope though. Um, yeah, there's a lot of similarities between comedy and DJ. Hey, big time. And, and, and even in the way that you plan your stuff too and work stuff out. And, um, you know, there's. <laughs> he caught him this time. Just for, for anyone listening, there is a uh, full party upstairs. And yeah. uh, we're, we're in the uh, basement recording this. Yeah, I was so really uh, there's a there's a kid that comes down here. One of uh, one of Ken's, uh, I'm gonna assume nephews, keeps coming down the steps like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> get the kid a mic. He got some yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite uh, podcasts to listen to was Theo Vaughn's, and he um, that's great. He had but one of my favorite episodes is he had like all his nephews sit on the couch and he was like talking to him. <laughs> it was so goddamn funny. I love Theo Vaughn so yeah. much. Dude. Kids were just talking at the ass, and then he was just going in like full Theoisms, like, <laughs> weird shit. That's okay. I know what you're talking about. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that you just create new words. Yeah, you know big time. I mean? Like, I was I, I seen a video uh, not that long ago. They were they were making fun of him and like his Theoisms, and they're like, uh, they're like they would make up their own, and they're like, yeah, you know, at a at a neighbor next door, she used to fucking chew on metal and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she used to just like collect squirrels. She was like a squirrel collector, and it, it all sounded like fucking Theo. Jeez, Lord, Jesus yeah, that's, that's some kids. How about we take a break real quick? We're gonna take a little little uh, mid break and come right back.
we'll do that. We'll wait for Ken to come back. We'll be right back. There's a lot of things that I hate, and one of those things is being tired. And Ray's energy has not allowed me to feel that way in years. Months. I mean. Ricky? Uh, Ray's energy. 300 milligram caffeine, zero sugar, zero calories. Uh, would you consider that keto? That's considered keto, right? That's zero definitely sugar? keto. Yeah, that's keto. dope. No carbs, no sugar. Um, All the same energy. I met this guy one time named Drew. He drank a fucking Ray's energy. He became one of the funniest guys I ever met in my life. That was over two years Razor ago Razor sharp mental focus is what this stuff Razor gives Razor sharp No crash mental. after all, or at all. Uh, intensified stamina. Uh, fucking hydrate and energy. And that's not Ray, as in sweet baby Ray's barbecue no, sauce. It's, it's R-A-Z-E, no, it's R-A-Z-E, Ray's. Edginess. Yes, we want... You think of uh, think of a lightning bolt in a bottle, and then put it in a tin can, and then drink it, you idiot. Because yeah, lightning fl- has no calories. Flavors <laughs> flavors are uh, <laughs> Gold Rush. They have Sunny's Tea. They have Blue Shot, Rainbow, and one of my favorites, White Peach. They also have like a, a Baja Blastish flavor that's pretty dope. Um, so yeah, raise energy. Go to repsports.com. Um, R-E-P-P-S Use the code word BURNBRIDGEPOD All one word And get uh, 15% off Your entire order Do it Support the podcast Money Thank goes in the, the money goes in our pockets We uh, well, buy I, cool shit for I'm this gonna, I'm gonna buy um, Probably more alcohol With this Raise Energy You can mix money. it With the Raise Energy drinks um, Yeah Go repsports.com Raise Energy Code word Help Burn us Bridge raise pod. money BURNBRIDGEPOD BURNBRIDGEPOD Thank you Back to the podcast. Welcome to Big Body Radio, brought to you by the Burning Bridges Podcast. We're bouncing booty, bidussy, booty, dig ass, and pussy.
That was a chair moment. Huh? That was a stool moment. <laughs> to uh not only uh, applaud that but uh 
working at working at a club and seeing like Paris Hilton go up with a laptop and you see that <laughs> motherfucker just press play, bro. And then watching you do all this shit, that that's two different fucking gorillas, yeah, man. Dude. Yeah. That was wild. All that shit was literally just all you. Like it wasn't just like some fucking pre made shit. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dope as fuck. Some of my routines, but it's it's uh you know, that that's the fun part, like uh Actually, actually, now that I got this hooked up, I can, like, show you guys, like, different things and shit, actually. But, like, how, like, when these songs come in, like, I love grabbing um certain songs that, like, this one here. It's too fast, fuck. Like how I just loop that like Rihanna sample yeah. with the vocals. Like I love ca- catching them like this. Even like with the. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's their. Like oh find, shit. Find those little yeah, nuances their... in the tracks is like the that's the real fun like gratifying part when you're DJing. Like yeah, the, like especially with planning your sets is like I can okay I got the set planned, but what I'm gonna do in this little transition like you could create little rhythms and you can even hold hold a song out and like it's easier on one of these uh, controllers because they have like like effects in them and stuff mm-hmm. and like pad effects so like that's dope. Club DJs Damn. don't really have that much shit, but um they have it like differently, but uh that's. Like some of the, the most fun things to do is to find just those little samples and just fuck with them. And like you can't do too much because if you overdo it, it's gonna be fucking like, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But especially like because they're used to like it's just that little want 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 want, and then then you don't have to rely on her going back into the verse or anything. You just have the sound, and then now I can transition and take that out and add something else. And when you had four decks, you could do it all at the same time, so you're not really <laughs> having like dynamic like drop offs and stuff like that. Yeah, when, dude, when when I, I I swore when I learned how to fucking put an instrumental and an acapella together and it sound different yeah. when I was like fucking 15, 16 on like a, a shitty Dell computer <laughs> and I would, I'd, I'd rip it to a CD and show my friends and like in the middle of the song here, this is a demo program. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a shit, yeah. That's that shit, yeah. dude. But that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's the fun of DJing. It's like, yeah. Finding those sounds and finding how to make songs sound you know different than they usually do. Mm-hmm. I mixed uh, first thing I think I remember ever trying myself was uh, I mixed uh, Icebox by Marion with uh, Planet Rock, <laughs> and it was fucking fire, dog. It's like that. I just want to rock, right? Right? That's that one. No, no, no. Planet, Planet rock, rock was fucking. Um, um, how do you explain Planet Rock? I guess I guess we can play yeah, it, Africa, right? Africa, Africa, Africa Mimbada, yeah. yeah. I've heard I've heard it before. Yeah, Planet Rock. Like I think of the the the, the skating rink when I uh, <laughs> when I hear fucking Planet Rock, dude. Yeah. Now, did you have the instrumental from Planet Rock, or did you have the nine inch? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, yeah, it was like the longer version, so I can like play with it a little longer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, yeah DJ in itself, dude, is fucking. I've always like been fascinated by it. Now, do you? Uh, does everything you do is it is it all is everything digital or are you fucking going uh, through crates every? So, like, do you do the crate no, thing every, too? Everything's digital. Everything's is it? Digital. Um, I mean, I understand it's like a, a yeah, technology it's, thing. It's but. um, 
in a perfect world, I would get in the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the time, money, yeah. or desire. Um, I feel like if you and if you and Ryan work together, he's got the crates. I have too much vinyl. <laughs> I have so much fucking vinyl. Um, he's a fucking punk house. <laughs> um, no, I would, I would really want to, but it's just everything's e- it's easier digital. Yeah, because yeah. you just it's everything's at the touch of your fingertips, and there's no reason like to go backwards unless you yeah, have them. It. You know what I mean? Unless you can only find these tracks on vinyl. You know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. Like I did uh, the New Year's party that I went to. They were spinning vinyl. Dude, there's like older DJs. Like, I'm pretty could sure you imagine 40s. walking into a place and you see like two house record players Dude, I'm next like, to each other? <laughs> I saw it and it was honestly the highlight of my night. I just kept saying it all night. I was I was blackout drunk. I was just like, they're playing vinyl. That's great. <laughs> Amazing. That's great. I'm fucking. I'm pretty sure the coke I did like some method in it or something. I was like, ripping out my white claw. Just like ah. <laughs> they're doing acoustic DJ. <laughs> yeah, acoustic DJ. They're doing acoustic mixing, dude. They got an acoustic <laughs> set. <laughs> oh my god! I never looked That's at wild, it that way. Dude. That yeah. is wild. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my, uh, my dad growing up, um, he used to DJ at the skating rink. Okay, and. Uh, he ended up like stealing all their equipment. We moved up to PA. <laughs> my my dad was a criminal when he was alive. Okay. So um, everything like even down to like Christmas, like everything was stolen. Everything, <laughs> the Christmas tree, fucking everything, dude. And um, he had a he stole a bunch of fucking DJ equipment, vinyl, everything. I remember fucking lighting a fire in my mom's room. Not there's like the first the, everyone had like their first fire right you ever lit a fire yeah. and like got in trouble for it okay mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. mine was uh it was under my all my dad's stolen dj equipment and i remember throwing destroyer by kiss on top of the fire and just watching the fucking vinyl just curl the fuck <laughs> up dude just like just made stoking that's the fucking shit. fire yeah yeah that's some fucking shit dude yeah I've i've always had respect for uh for DJs though, I've always been. Uh, I just like watching. It's not even the music part; it's the watching. It's, mm-hmm. Watching it's, how you fucking. When you look at a good DJ, like they're not looking up. Yeah, no. like you're performing. You're you're yeah, doing yeah, shit. Yeah. Like if you have everything so perfectly lined up, like you're just like, okay, you're bored now. Mm-hmm. Like you have to. You're in it and you're listening. Like, bro, there's clubs that I've been to, and um, where I've just kept my headphones on all night long. There's no reason for me to take them off. Whether it's because the the booth sound is like the monitors aren't loud enough or hitting right, or it's because I just need to listen to what I'm doing and like like okay like this is what they're hearing right now like even though I I can't hear it the way they're hearing it but right. I can hear what they're hearing and I have to like close my shit and lock in and fucking you got all this fucking sound and white noise in the back. And have you ever done one of those silent raves or whatever? Silent like discos. Every, yeah, everyone yeah, has yeah, fucking yeah, dude, those are on. fucking fun, dude. Yeah. I, I, I definitely want to go to one of those. Fun, Is it just a bunch of feet like scra- scraping on the ground? Like scra- no, no. Scra- well, scra- <laughs> usually, usually what they do. like a basketball scra- game. Yeah, like, they'll have like. Playing a pickup game. They'll have like studio <laughs> monitors, like little tiny, like three, yeah. six inch speakers. Like they have like two of them set up. So you have like sound. Okay. okay out okay. and about. But like. It's just like playing something off your phone, like so. Like you just hear people snapping their fingers. Yeah, and shit. It's wild though. Like when you when you're there, and you're like, especially if you're at a music festival and you're doing like a late night, um, like silent disco, you take your fucking shit off and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's and, you, and then you put it on, and you're like, hey. <laughs> and then there's some where like they had like three different DJs, and you could switch channels. I was gonna say oh, that I've, oh. I've seen an A and B thing before. Yeah, yeah, and you can tell who's listening to what by like a light. Yeah, on it's the like yeah, like blue, red, sure. and green. Ah, yeah, yeah. so you can see dope. somebody just like just two stepping over there, and somebody Harlem shaking. 100, yeah, hundred percent. It's like <laughs> I seen it on uh, wild, on TikTok. I seen everyone had red lights, and then you seen a one person with a blue light fucking dancing <laughs> to a different beat, bro. Just going, going to it, yeah. Going in. No, All right, this so is a slow cool. song, and then fucking WAP comes on. It's yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> sound discos are fun. Sound discos are fun. Is uh, when I wear, is that is that more of like a? Have you done them in AC like that, or is um, that, I feel like they, that's more of like an inner city thing? It's like yeah. inner city. It's like it depends. Um, they do them at music festivals that I've been to around here, like because of course it's like noise ordinances and stuff. So after like eleven, they'll do like Italian discos and have all the DJs on. Do that. Um, they do them. Uh, some of the people from the AC scene, they'll rent out like suites at like the Hard Rock or like different things like that, and they'll just set up the fucking silent disco shit and just have a party at the fucking. You know what I mean? Um, we've done a couple different events. Nothing crazy though. Like when we're when we're on the beach for our beach raves, dude, it's full blast. We got like four subs out there and fucking. God, dope as dude, yeah, we had a. They figured out a way to um shout out Dylan. Dylan's a fucking. He's a fucking mastermind. Everybody plays a role in the scene and stuff, but he has. Legit is like the blood and the fucking heart of this shit, like just keeping it going. Cause uh, he one made his own subwoofers, like he designed. Oh, he shit. fucking loves sound and like oh, shit that's like wild. that. And then he also there's this thing they do where they put two subs, I think, in front of each other, maybe mm-hmm. facing the same way, and something that happens like it stops the sound from traveling behind them. So it's stuck oh. right there. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's Sorry, like it, one. If, it's, if it doesn't say there, it goes up. I don't know if it's one in front of the other or one on top of another. Uh-huh. But oh, like that. that. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and but there's some science behind it. They do. They do that at like train stations. Mm. Like if for people that live near train stations and stuff, like mm. in cities and shit, they have these speakers. And that's okay. Some conspiracy theories here. These uh, trains give off a certain type of frequency that is lower than humans can like process or something like that, and um, so they have to have these crazy ass fucking infa speakers or something like that that like put the same range, like Hertz range, back at them. Okay. There's a DJ. Have you guys ever heard of Bass Nectar? Yeah. Yeah. So Bass Nectar is an alleged accused pedophile, child groomer. Well, uh, the scumbag all around. Oh, he's a cool um, guy. <laughs> he's great. Cool guy. Yeah. But, um, great guy. He's doing great. Uh, and he has he had this cult following though at his height. Like, mm. bro, like people would just talk about bass nectar all the time and go to fast. Like, just he was the guy. There's a theory that bass nectar's music uses those same frequencies because of the way his sound design is. And there's like certain you know TikToks and rabbit holes that can explain it all. But another like you know clue into it is that. The Pioneer equipment that you see in front of me does not has hardware and software capabilities that either I forget don't either match or they prevent those type of frequencies from going through. Okay. He does not use Pioneer. He uses his own setup type of shit. And the, 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 I know people had that have gone to base actor shows and like, yo, this feels weird. Like I've been to shows where like. You legit feel a frequency there, and whether it's spiritual or whether like a, it's like sound, a, like a brown noise. Yeah, like yeah, fucking, yeah, no, yeah. exactly, just yeah, like yeah. that, dude. That's funny. And it is, you know, it. Like you know when, and that's why I love house music so much because house music just has this, like, this soul. Every time I go to these like, shows, I just shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
every time I go to these shows, I think babies are sexy. Like, yeah. Wow, like, like, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's uh, that's the thing. But apparently, base sector's trying to come back right now. But mm-hmm. and then also another thing to go in his fucking cult following. You can't get tickets to his show or his new album coming out unless you're like signed up for like his like membership thing. It's like the, the uh, Chris D'Elia of yeah. uh, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they want me. I'm gonna keep doing it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's like a, it's a huge <laughs> thing in the scene. But yeah, that's um, that's a little thing about sound and just like what you can do with sound. You know, I'm very. That's my thing. It's like I believe that you can. Um, I'm very spiritual in a lot of different things. I don't. You know, my thoughts and opinions are constantly changing because I'm, uh, you know, intelligent enough to know that you know there's more to think than what I'm probably concrete in, uh-huh. and also you know to know that like I've experienced what I've experienced with you know. Experiences, whether it's vibes, whether I've seen a fucking demon or something, you know, what I mean, whatever. Yeah. But the one thing about music is that it's like, dude, it's fucking magic. You can control something. Like as a DJ, I'm controlling a room full of people. Without even saying, I, yeah. And like, whether it's because it's a song they like, whether it's a song because they like because they don't know why they like it, mm-hmm. or whether it's because it's a complete vibe. Like you, you control that. And you're 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 pushing vibrations through a speaker and making everyone dance at yeah, the same time, yeah. like a goddamn wizard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's it's that's all it is. And then you add other like, bro, when you are DJing for a crowd that's usually a ketamine crowd, you got to play a different type of music. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you get like the rhythm and like the wub wubs yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Like, I didn't even think of that. Shit. Look, not 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 to go in some weird like. Like uh, Rogan rabbit hole right now, but there, I was I, I work night shift, so usually my days off. I'm up until six in the morning, so I'm watching weird shit on YouTube, and I watched this whole thing about um, how they think they moved those big ass rocks that they cut out, and they moved them with sound. On oh, the pyramids, right? Pyramids, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, I didn't say that part. I guess, mm. but yeah, they supposedly like sound was like a lot bigger of a, like sound opens doors and fucking everything. Mm. Like, yeah, dude, sound is it's dude. When you see like frequency, like even when you're making like sound, like I'll show you kind of a little something right here. Like I was I had a little mix queued up, but like so, so like. That just sounds like AOL. <laughs> I didn't pay the the internet bill this month. Like you can control like Oh shit. But it's still going like, like now constantly. I got a shit. <laughs> yeah, like like <laughs> it's still moving in there even though it sounds yeah. like one note. It's still like Damn. Like it's it's and you can do these things and when you low how to like it's like breaking everything down like to it's like fraction, I guess. You know mm, what I mean? That's yeah, where yeah. it gets fucking when you're on drugs, like you just fucking feel all that shit and you feel all the fucking like these drops, like uh, the sequences of them. Like it's kind of just like an equation. Like if you know how to cut your beats, like from a beat to a fucking half to a quarter to an eighth to a sixth, like you control these frequencies. I don't have words for it. Like there's probably somebody on YouTube that knows it way better than I do, but it's like a. Something that we all kind of know, but we don't know. Like, we feel it, and it kind of makes sense, but, like... Have you ever seen a speaker that's, like, put on its side, and they put, like, a board or whatever on top? They put sand on it, 
and then they're blasting sounds seen, through it, and they see fucking weird ass designs. Yeah, I've seen the cornstarch and the water one. Have you ever seen that? No, I don't think it's so. pretty much the same thing. But they okay. put, they'll take a speaker and they'll put like plastic wrap over it, then like on the speaker part, kind of put a divot, like like a bowl type thing. Mm-hmm. And they put like this cornstarch and like water mixture, and it's kind of like this like sticky. Oh, it's like fucking was it oublack? Is that what they call it in Some school? Shit. Yeah, 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 whatever. And yeah. it just fucking. Like it just, and it's based on the frequencies that are coming out of the speaker that will create the fucking. Oh, and it's shit. moving like venom, fucking yeah, symbiotic yeah, 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 shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. You know what's crazy? Like I, I did DMT, and right before you break through, you hear that like frequency change, yeah. just like that. Yeah. And I'm like, there's like a fifth dimension DJ just <laughs> fucking <laughs> going <laughs> off right now. I'm like, ah, that's all shit. it is. It's, it's just frequencies, like, and yeah. it's just, and you, if you control them, and that's one thing. Like, especially with the beach rave scene, like Tina's always like, when we talked about the the bass sector thing, she's like, is there a way to program our speakers to like, send out love and and peace? <laughs> just like, <laughs> like you, and you are doing that. Like with with, it's like the songs that I choose to play. Like if I'm fucking. Like my speakers only play "Nuck If You Buck," yeah, and like, we are all fucking fighting exactly, tonight. Exactly, like, yeah. like, like. There's this one song I have, like, and um, the the sample in it is like this weird, like, ah, uh, fucking. Is this one right here? Yeah, it's this one right here. Like, I don't even care. But where are you? Maybe in the club. Maybe with another girl. Like, it's like, why would you want to think about that in the club? <laughs> like, 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 we're here to have a good time. Like, and I just, I'm playing this track on, on a Friday night out in a club. And then your girlfriend comes in and pulls you out yeah, the fucking like, club, dude. Like, and it's just like, but I could you do that. You with that other bitch. Or like, this is the best night ever. The best. Like, <laughs> you are literally legit creating and shaping the vibe that you want. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um. Yeah, that's just the power of music, dude. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And like, uh, no, that's, I've been sitting on that track for a while. I've been so like conflicted about playing it because I like it. I like deep, like kind of like dirty tech, mm-hmm. like techno type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just kind of just makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, those those cuts of uh, I always like the songs. Like it's fucking bumping and then it stops and it's like some chick like, "Do you want to fuck me?" Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> now, "I don't want to fuck me." Now you got thirty Brads and Chads at the club, fucking on Molly, Uga. just like, "Okay, <gasps> <Uga, Uga. laughs> looking for pussy." And Dude, shit. I have I have one song that it's called "Like a Girl," and um, you know, I'm I'm not one for like gender roles and shit and whatnot, but like, there's something about this song that makes me feel uncomfortable because it's like, what are you implying, like? It, it, it like and in theory it sounds like a fun song but like when you hear it, it's like it doesn't it doesn't like cater to like it's not empowering to women and then it's mm. also not like fun to listen mm. to if that makes sense it's like, like a train like <laughs> some, some trains are the older i get the more i like train sounds so let's talk about the other train oh those trains <laughs> oh, okay i was talking about the autism trains <laughs> Like, what does that uh, mean? I want to tuck my dick in, dude. I dig it. Word, I want to tuck my dick in so bad. Like, walk around and bitch it, bro. It's like, just dude, it's, it's just like, I don't, I don't get this song. I just, I don't get like, you know what I mean? Like, you're in the studio, you're just like, walk like a girl. Like, what does that mean? And then what are you saying about it? Like, you're just saying, like. You're just sitting there doing Vogue are, 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 you, yeah, are, are you, like, just, like, out and, like, proud about it? Like, yeah. but, like. 
I, I don't know. It's just. I think it's that dissonance in his voice too, yeah, where it just dude. sounds it's like. But it sounds like yeah, like yeah. And then what the fuck? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then whoa, whoa, You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's like even with like uh, like hip hop or rap or anything. Like uh, most of the time, people are dancing to the the beat of the song, mm-hmm. and you don't even hear the lyrics. Like there's some weird ass lyrics to some of these songs, and you're like, Lola, yeah, Lola. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's like uh motherfuckers don't even know what they're singing sometimes. Yeah. And they're just like And that's and that's very important. You know, yeah, a yeah. spiritual person, like what you take in, um, you know, affects you. What are you constantly listening? Like, bro, I have um I wonder if my boss will ever hear this. I hope she doesn't. But <laughs> um <laughs> she lit she watches fucking Judge Judy, Steve Wilkos. Okay. Fucking just all that shit on her phone all day long at work. Mm. And it's just like that can't be good for you. No. Like oh, there's just no. constant influx of dramatic like drama and stuff like that. Like it can't it can't be good. Like I I find myself just watching reels of fucking bullshit. So then I try to for all of my time, like, I'll be like, all right, house music tutorials like on logic oh, dude, I was, and stuff. I was stuck on TikTok laying on, on my bed on my stomach for a half hour before I came here. <laughs> yeah, just and locked like, in, dude. Dude, but imagine if you watch thirty oh. thirty minutes of like writing tips for comedy. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Like so, it's like you have to, and I know that I could use my time so much better than I mm-hmm. do, and it's just like, but it's like a, it's like a fucking, it's like a current of just addiction, dude. It's, it's like it's I a, can't it's a get the fuck addiction. out of this no. current. It's an like, addiction. I told myself I might have said this earlier to you guys. I don't know if I said it on on mic, but um, by the end of this year, I want to get to the point where I got somebody to do all social media. That's a good call you for me and no, Vanjie. You don't want like, no point. Of I don't want. I don't want it on my phone, dude. Mm-hmm. I I don't want it on my phone. I but I need to be active. I need to be present. But that's um, what sucks. Like I I would I would throw my phone away and buy a flip phone today mm-hmm. if I knew I could still somehow get my name out there. If that makes sense. I mean, David oh, yeah. Tell does it. <laughs> yeah, there's a few comics that I follow <laughs> that do that. Crazy. Uh, Aziz Aziz does it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ari Shafir does it. Um, yeah, or yeah. Also, just all the all the canceled ones. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, pretty that's, much. that's why yeah, they're, just, yeah. Yeah. They, they're not they allowed. Facebook to have, banned them too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just gonna get a cell phone because I can't get uh, on anything great. at all. Yeah. I think it's sad. You know, I didn't think I, about that. I'm not one for like complete cancel culture. I think people should be held accountable. I think um, conversations should be had, but you can't cancel somebody. They're gonna have their followers. They're gonna have right. their yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. It's also, especially in comedy, it's very funny when they try to cancel somebody and they're just like already just like a bad comic. Like it's like okay. like you're just shit. Like, like it's like they're not nobody's losing. Like really, yeah. like that's what I keep telling Adam and Steve. With like they they keep getting these uh, bad reviews or getting kicked out of places. I'm like, no, you're doing the right thing. I think oh, yeah. I think that I think it's working. Yeah, you wouldn't get kicked out for bombing. They yeah. they allow bombing on stage. Yeah. But no, you're doing if you good, get kicked dude. out of a club, you're fucking doing something, right? They know they 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 respect you enough to get them the fuck out. Yeah, like they are paying attention to you. If you were just a regular motherfucker, yeah. then you're saying something that's bothering them. Uh, yeah, and you're exactly. saying it good enough that it makes them feel uh, they feel like they have to get defensive. Which mm-hmm. is like the one with Adam. Like uh, the host got bothered. Really, that was the host. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bro, the thing is, I've got bothered before at open mic, but there's also a line like, my my personal 
preferences kind of doesn't matter here. Like it's like right. especially at like what we're doing. Like it's like we're here to provide an open thing for like artists to work their shit out. You know mm. what I mean? Like of course there's a fucking line, and when I especially when I know the people personally, it's like, hey, bro, like I'm gonna talk to you after this. I'm gonna bitch you the fuck out. Like this, you're fucking, <laughs> you're, you're you're annoying me. You're annoying me now right now. Like just, right. there's no reason for you to be talking like this on stage. It's not funny. It's not working. That's why I'm pissed. Mm. But. um you know, you got to put that shit aside, especially when it comes to comedy, because you guys are going to ride lines that, like, are uh, yeah. the most unsavory. Like, dude, like, I've seen crowds, like, eat your autistic autistic jokes up, and then crowds legit just turn on you. Yeah. Like, and right, it's like, yeah. and then everything else people said was well, fine, and then... It, it's, I mean, like, you know, I have plenty of anecdotes of people being like, hey, you can't say that, and it's like, well, it's my thing. Like, it doesn't, you know, like, yeah. I, yeah. I did a... Uh, Oh God! Like yeah, the autism bit. I'm fairly confident I have autism. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Dude, I, a lot of people do. Yeah, I think it's and and my theory is more the the when we talk about the spectrum, yeah, everyone's fucking on it. You're just mm-hmm. at one end of the spectrum, so you're yeah. You know, that's why you're the CEO. But you have autism. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. And then there's people who are like you know they're really good at chess, right? Like they fucking crush at chess. Uh, at chess and uh you know they're oh, they're doing their thing good for them but you yeah, know people uh people i people i think get offended by stuff uh because they're cunts i don't know <laughs> like, dude uh <laughs> fucking uh teresa's brother has autism and the, and the first time that you did that joke or anytime like whatever me and drew both talk about it separately like we like we looked at Therese and was like waiting and she like anything that has to do with autism she loves it she loves it, like because of I'm course. not. But I'm also not saying anything bad yeah, about her yeah. brother. Oh, I'm not yeah. being like, oh, yeah. your fucking brother. That's like, where the oh, art yeah. comes no, in. Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. doing it without bashing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and there's uh, also like the thing with um, you know, one of my best friends, his brother, his brother. Uh, I believe two of his brothers are on the spectrum. Like definitely, he he also believes that whole like everybody's on the spectrum and like mm. very like you look and you're like, dude, oh shit. But um, his thing and like even his dad's thing is always kind of just really just making. Rocco feel like he's in it like he's just mm-hmm. like he's just like with us like bro we take him like out we fucking have drank with him smoked with him like like he's and like and it's just like you know what I mean like yeah you do that you fucking joke about people too like yeah. you know what I mean like well, well and that's the other thing too like how you know I I would like to think I am a person who's progressive and like you know I'm, I'm, I'm very open to like these ideas of you know progressive Politics are progressive. I think progressive. You know, progressive is a good word. Yeah, absolutely. and people who under under that guise of like you know I'm progressive, you can't say that. Well, you're not treating that person like a person. Yeah. You're treating them like yeah. like an object, and that's that's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. yeah, I have no problem talking about gay people, black people, anything. But I also talk about myself in great detail, right? Like, yeah. so it's not there's it's not hate. I you know yeah j- just like. I, and I want to think. I I want to think more often than not, like comedians or whoever. Like they they're bringing out a, a very human aspect of themselves, mm. being like, "This is a thing I noticed." Yeah. Because no, yeah. we're all human. You know, we all have these weird thoughts and ideas. And, <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think I think everyone has a right to get offended. Yeah. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Right. You have your own triggers. You have your own reasoning. Sure. You have your own stories. You have your own everything. And there, but but it's you getting mad though. That's that's the weird part. It's like you're mad at yourself. I don't know how to explain it. Like you're they're projecting. Yeah, they're yeah. Projecting like their you're own choosing offense. to be mad about that exactly. subject. 100%. Like yeah. you decided that. 
and the fact, like, like you were saying, Ryan, like, you know, you should be able to make fun of anything, especially if, pe- especially if people laugh because they resonate with that, right? 100%. Like, th- there's something in common that you observed that they may have observed too. If you ha- if you're so sensitive. Why would you go to that environment? One hundred percent. Why yeah, would you ruin it for yeah, exactly. everyone else who connects with it? Like I always, I always bring up a joke I have where I talk about. Um, I go, I really hate woke white people because um, they always want to be a voice for the voiceless, which is fucked up. Because black people have a voice. Mm. I took three of my black friends to the movies the other day. They want to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and I have had people be like, "Wow, that's like fucked up. You can't say that." And I'm like, I, I had, I, <laughs> I had a bartender look at me one time like. <gasps> And then I went up to get a drink, and she's like, you can't say stuff like that here. I'm like, the three black comics, the only black comics in the fucking room, <laughs> yeah. thought that was fucking great. Are you out of your mind? Also, so statistically, good. all three of those comics have a white voice that they do on stage as well. Right. <laughs> so it's like, come on yeah. now. I mean, we all have shit like, yeah. And I think, sure. I think comics understand more than, you know, the regular, you know, the yeah, regular 100%. audience goer. 100%. Like, yeah. Oh hey, that's just that's so and so fucking doing his bat bit, or that's so and so trying a new bit out, and you know they work with you on that. Um, mm-hmm. But you also know when it's a bit and when it's just what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You hear some shit, and I'm like, oh, like I don't, I don't know. People try to sell. That's the thing for me is like I don't know. Um, there's there's like a lot of. I think you know, kind of just talking about like getting triggered and stuff. Like I think for me, like. It's like I get that you're doing something, but like as an artist, you have to do it nuanced. Yes, you have yeah. to like I, I talk to him about it a lot. But Abel, Abel's one of those artists that's like, bro, I see what you're trying to do. Like I see mm-hmm. it, but like you have to realize that like you are already asking a lot from the crowd for this. Yes, for for this grace to do this. <laughs> yeah. So at least make it fun. At least make them come while you're doing it instead of just. Jacking off inside of him. Well, I think that's the t- <laughs> that's what he does. He gets on stage and jacks off inside somebody. He gets off and yeah, then leaves. That's it. <laughs> I th- I think that is the tough thing with comedy. Uh, where like you know, you look at a band. A band can have a shit song, but there's four or five other guys in the band, right? Yeah. So like, they all are like, oh, we can improve this. Like, there's other things you can focus. Hundred percent. With comedy, it's one guy, and the only time you get to really practice it and see how it lands. Is on these open yeah. mics, <laughs> the moment, yeah. you know, and that can that yeah that can be fucking tough. Hell yeah, it's been fucking locked away for three weeks. You come out and fucking jokes. <laughs> yeah, you saw me when I was trying new shit, and I'm like, dude, I don't, I think I fucking lost. Like, yeah, nah, you'll get it, or you won't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? I remember that? The, the 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 show you left to do stacks uh, shit down the road. Um, I went up and did the open mic, and I, I they had the the two hecklers in the front. And Ooh. yeah, and um, after the show that we were all outside smoking and shit, and she's like, I don't know why everyone's mad at me and went <laughs> to this whole fuck fucking thing, up. right? And uh, I had to explain to her, I was like, hypothetically here, someone called out of work to do this, right? <laughs> 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 they get five minutes to go up on stage. They have five minutes of new material. Now, with you heckling, I can only do two and a half of it. Now i got to wait two more weeks for you to do another show for me to maybe attempt to do those five minutes and see if it works. Like, I don't even know if the shit works. She's like, well, if you can't, if you can't take a, a heckle... You should be on stage. I'm like, Shut the fuck This is an open that, mic, bro. You better, make, you better make me name drop right now. Yeah, right? Like, fuck <laughs> you. That's when, in my fuck head, you. that Shut light up. switch in my head would have been like, I need to work on heckle material. 
Oh, you should. I, uh, yeah. I need to now. Like, I need to laser focus on this shit because fuck that. That's yeah, insane. Dog. Imagine some dude who developed a bit, right, and he's getting to the punchline, and then someone says the punchline. Yeah. Like uh, that, I, I would probably I have seen just it happen, black I have the too. fuck I've seen that out. Like, I'm like, there was where you, the last... Uh, the last one that I was at with Betty and Manny okay. and you, um, somebody's fucking taking Manny's punchlines. And there was some weird yeah. racial tension in the crowd with that one too. There was like a Ooh. white guy that screamed for something that he definitely shouldn't have screamed for. He's like, oh, oh was, yeah, he said something. And I was just like, was like, yeah, kill all the Jews. And yeah, everyone was like, something, uh. something. Yeah, dude. I was like, <laughs> what? I don't think it was that. <laughs> no, it was, it was like I'm at a comedy show. It was funny. definitely something about black people. <laughs> with a black person on stage, like I saw Manny. He's like, and I was like. It's like, it's like, <laughs> that's like uh, it's the hardest thing, dude. Just fucking, they, they just fucking. I hate people in the crowd, dude. And there's a guy in the couch mm-hmm. that bought the VIP and was like, fucking, just. Oh, I shut him the fuck. Yeah, I, dude. I was just like, I was waiting. Yeah, I, I was waiting for guy. it, dude. Um, no, I uh, honestly, I like, I like that because I like, uh, kind of like talking to them, you know, or <laughs> or, or you know, like demean, you know, being demeaning to them. I seen I seen someone so do you like the, roasting. Like you, would you prefer roasting? He just likes power or like play. like a he's a top for me, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> a top. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I think I think it's uh, like yeah, I would prefer to do my set 100. percent I have my 15 or whatever, and mm. I would prefer to just go up, do it, make people laugh, get off. But the moment someone thinks, "Oh, it's my show too," oh, dude, no, it's fucking that. not. Game over. Yeah, because I would much rather be like. Um, Oh, is this why your dad left? Or whatever, you know, whatever you can say to them. You suck dick from the back. Yeah. I had two people that were there that night. They were like, oh, they, they, they could have said anything they wanted. And they kept talking about the chick's ass and shit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't think that should happen. Like, there needs to be like a, uh, I had to explain the Apollo to Adam the one time. He didn't know what like the Apollo was. Like, oh, like the fucking yeah, yeah. mic thing that they did. Do you, you remember that, right? Yeah. And I was like, and then they would have this fucking, like, dude with a huge cane dressed up in, like, blackface. He'd fucking come out and just fucking yank you off fucking stage. I think we need to do that with, like, some some uh, audience motherfuckers. Like, all right. Yeah. yeah. Yank him out of fucking. I think our show's, per- like, personally, in the last couple of months, Drew hasn't give like, the whole spiel that he usually does. Like, like shut the fuck up. Like, and, like, he was doing it at the, at the open mic, but yeah, he wasn't doing yeah, it at the show. comedy show. Like, um. Oh, where he says like, oh, yeah, like everybody shut the, the fuck this is comedy. Up. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like, like, what's up with you guys? If people just don't respect you, yeah, you don't respect uh, them back. Fuck them. No, yeah. I'm just asking. Like, what's so wrong with you guys? That you guys, <laughs> as comedians in general, <laughs> like, like, why aren't oh, y'all getting uh, respect? Like, like it like, hasn't got through society's brain that like you go to these things and you shut the fuck up and mm-hmm. you just watch because they. I I think I mean you know I'm sure there's plenty of schools of thoughts on this, but I think they they just want the attention. People are living vicariously mm-hmm. by interrupting a show, right? Like, so <clears throat> so I have a stage for X amount of minutes. Someone does not. Someone does not have that chance. Someone, um, you know, unfortunately, not that you know I'm any better than them, but they took the safe route in life. You know, they're doing you know the nine to five, and maybe they're lo- they're a little bored, so they go to an escape, which is these comedy shows or these concerts or whatever. Same. Re- why would you fuck up a whole concert? Because you're an asshole. Because you want the attention. You want, you know, nope. you want a little chaos in your life. It's it's the same thing with retail. Mm-hmm. That's why all these old women, old men are get get all uppity with a cashier. Well, 
she's fucking 16. You're screaming at her. Yeah, I mean. You're an at, asshole. At a comedy show, the, the customer's always right. doesn't work. Correct. Oh, yeah. no. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, um, you'll lose your ticket if you fuck up. Yeah, but that's I, the customer. I've I, seen I, concerts. I I've seen concerts stop, and the lead singer will be like, "Get him the fuck out yeah, of here!" Yeah, you're yeah. out of here. You're done for the night. Like, yeah. oh, we've. I mean, we've luckily we've never had to get to that point of kicking somebody out like completely. Mm. Like, we've had to like, you know, cut some mics down or cut time short and be like, "Hey, like, we could let you finish your joke, but like, you're fucking, you're done." Dude, but, I, like, I really yeah. wish I was there for that John James moment. Oh my god, dude. I know was. I, I wasn't there that night. That was the one night I didn't show up. It was a nerve wreck of a night, dude. I, Wait, and I, I bring it up to him every time I see him. <laughs> <laughs> he made a joke about um, uh, his ex being into BDSM. Oh, I was there. Yeah, right. you were there that yeah. night, Damn, and also dude. being a black woman. And, and there was that table. Of it was a women. table of you know older black women. They um, did not like me. <laughs> they didn't like. They didn't like anybody until Lex. <laughs> like, and if they were leaving when Lex got on stage. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, we want to stay so bad, but we're just going to leave anyway. <laughs> the like, one lady was like, oh, no, no, you're funny. And I was like, like I'm going to think just, about killing myself yeah. anyway. It doesn't nah, matter what you say. <laughs> but the thing the thing about that, dude, is that they we knew exactly what happened. Um, they probably thought it was still like Miss Seeley's open mic. And it was just like back then it was a whole different vibe. It was fucking amazing. But they had a lot more... Um, like singers, it's more like yeah, poets. Sure. And yeah, stuff, poets. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, what I mean, like and obviously, like more of like a black crowd. Yeah, and um, you know, they had you know that type of like where everybody be fucking singing together. Like you know what I mean? Like fucking you know, can we talk mm. a like that? So they're coming. It's like a big ass the, key sweat concert yeah. in there, dude. <laughs> where we you know what I mean like oh uh, yeah, we turned into a fucking like just degenerate fucking hangout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. just fucking everybody's on stage. Doing it's what? like an episode of Recess. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, dude. <laughs> Literally, and um, when they walked in, we we knew like yeah, that was probably one of the most stressful nights we've had in a while, just because of that table. Because it was just like we have to put a show on to somebody that isn't our regulars that doesn't know the vibe mm. here, and we have to also on a night that we had like five people on the list. I thought uh, to this moment, really? I was like, "You want to do fifteen minutes, bro? <laughs> like, go off." Uh, like, no shit. Oh yeah, Dang. like it was just like it was a slow night that night. And and, um, and I, I love John's confidence. Like even if yeah, that even was, if he knows it's not working, he's just fucking trucking through it, dude. The thing is, he's just <laughs> looking at them the whole time he's telling his joke, rubbing like, his nipples. It, so it wasn't funny, the worst dude. thing I've seen on that stage. I will say that it was it was cringy and it was hard to watch and like the whole fucking like scheme of things. But I have seen some fucking shit. I'd have been laughing just watching that, dude. like just the middle air. But you know what? That's. He did the right thing. You got to stand your fucking. I, 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 and yeah. I respect it. I respect through. it. I, and I'm I'm usually one for like, you know, know your crowd, know your fucking whatever. Like, why the fuck are you saying this right now? Like, but it it says a lot. It said a lot about him as a as a comedian. You know what I mean? And like, I tell him that like he, him personally, like him and Isaiah started around the same time, and you know, I feel like. Isaiah's kind of naturally slipped into himself because he's always been himself. He's always I've known Isaiah for years now. He's always had this little like comedic edge when you just when you're talking, like he'll throw mm. like the the you know like the comedy in there on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Is it's not like Drew where he's just like naturally like ha 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 I'll bust your balls. He's like you know, Isaiah throws jokes. Right. Where John is like he's he's slowly like finding himself and he's working on it and that is going to be such a great tool in the upcoming years for him mm-hmm. because it's like he has it there it's almost there he has like and even when he gets into like the the physical comedy too dude he does physical comedy very well and he oh, knows yeah. and he knows it and it um you know like 
he's very good at um you can see the way he's like setting up all his punchlines and he's trying to do all that you know what i mean so once he gets all those things and rounds them out he's, he's gonna be solid yeah he's gonna be solid it's it's cool to uh i don't know if you know the whole story about how like we went there and like scoped the place out no nah. i remember when you guys came but yeah I, just, I remember y'all just popped up and i was like oh. yeah we we went and uh because i knew uh tara i seen uh tara go up and i asked her for all the information she was like oh you got to email this blah 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 so um i talked to adam and adam is very adamant about everything he does and um he's the one in our group that like sets the fire under us and under us and he's like are we gonna do it or are we not gonna fucking do it like what what's going on and we went that night and he's kept telling me are you signing up you're signing up right you're definitely signing up right <laughs> me and him signed up that was the night um that was kayla's night, kayla's right? feature oh, oh, night shit, okay. yeah that was, that was a that same big night. fucking crowd that was a good yeah night. so our first night, night on stage was in front of the fucking was 80 people or whatever the hell it was there that night it was like a good crowd oh, yeah there. definitely yeah i was gonna remember that night yeah i got to eat that night i sat on i sat <laughs> on the uh stool that night that was uh the one night i got to sit down yeah sat but, down uh, and did stand up sat down and did stand up yeah but uh <laughs> yeah that was uh that was kind of how we did that and then we just kept coming back and Heard. meeting everybody and now we have like a Circle of what is there like eight or nine of us? Nah, you guys comedy wise, solid. dude. When when fucking Drew told me about that, I was like, because I um, I found my like little like, or I found my two different rave communities mm. um, within the last like year or two, and um, you know, like it's just like uh, it's almost like kind of like a like, like a proud brother moment. It was just like you know seeing like him find like this little, like tribe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause, mm-hmm. You know we're our own tribe, but like we gotta you know satisfy and find things that help us as our own individual artists and shit like that and yeah. like i had mine and like it just once i saw that i was like yeah like, this is nice because i know how much it's helped me like just pushing me to do what i want and pushing me to be in those positions and having you know where one of you guys hear about an event and then you guys send it through and you guys are like all right yeah, yeah let's fucking go let's fucking do this mm-hmm. like, or somebody's doing this okay let's go support let's do this let's do yeah, that everybody's pushing like, and, and you can see who's working harder than others too oh yeah yeah you can which definitely is, see. This is definitely a big thing you definitely see and that's and that's where you go you know what i mean like and it's even that same way with uh dude tin Tin's been putting in yeah. work, and that is why I'm right here with him. Like that's, and that is why he has a team. Like he has a whole team behind him. Like Damn. he has a producer on deck. He has fucking like three different people playing manager, just off of the strength of how much we believe and see see the work that he's putting in. Dude, the amount of money that I don't say just money, but like the amount of investments that he's made, you know, for himself, but then also to keep the people around him. And like, dude, he's put up like money for studio sessions and just like dude i need you there like i need you to come help and like just from doing what i do and just him trusting what i do and seeing the work that i put in vice versa just having all this shit in the same room yeah i mean making sure that the best product possible is what comes out of it that's what's important the fact that you got four people in the studio that are going to look at him and be like go to fact go to fuck back in and record again Mm -hmm. like that wasn't it like you could do this like let's go you almost there let's go let's go i was taking adam home one night after uh an open mic and he I, tell, I always I tell the story to everybody, and he turned he fucking unbuckled and drunk. He's like eight PBRs in, <laughs> and he fucking turns around and he's looking at me while I'm driving like this, like eyeballing me. And he's like, 
are you really about this? Like, do you really want to do comedy? And I'm 10 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to die. Trying to hold your shit together. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I feel like I'm about to be attacked. <laughs> and he's like, no, like, do you really want to do this? He's like, if you want to do this, you have to be in it. Like, you got to fucking do it. And uh, I get that that talk from him. And I get, um, am I funny? He, he hits me up with that all the time. Am I, am I, do you think I'm really good? Tell me, like, tell me, like, be honest with me. Do you think I'm pretty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those, yeah. Are my, those are my two favorite take Adam home conversations. And, uh, I mean, they're both, I need to hear that though. I, yeah. If I don't hear that from somebody, yeah, yeah. no one's working. Like, nah, definitely, dude. Like, yeah. even like, I'm about to go out to, um, LA this weekend coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, with Tim, oh, yeah, 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 with yeah. Tim, yeah. With and all them. Um, I did see that. That's that's a thing, dude, because it's just like, you know, first, as soon as you hear about L.A., what do you think? You think, all right, beach. Oh, you think, fun. And it's just like we literally had to look at each other and be like, when we touch down, we have two and a half days to do as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we got to shoot two videos in two days. We got to meet Westside Boogie and hang out with his crew and shoot this music video and, you know, for lack of a better term, milk that experience and milk yeah. that, like, you know, say that to bring up the topics and the conversations about shows, about more features, about, you know, who to work with out here, who not to work with, I mean, stuff like that. Then, while also grabbing content at the same time, while also all of us, cause I think we're going 10, 12 deep maybe, all of us individually working on our own stuff while trying to make sure we get the video done for 10 in the right way. Because we're out there for 10 right now. And you're you're flying out, right? Yeah, we're flying okay. out. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're trucking that shit out. No, hell no. That's gonna, especially with 12 people, dude, that shit going to stink, bro. Hell, hell no. Hell no. We're flying out Sunday, coming back Wednesday. We touched, oh, yeah. we touched down like 7 o'clock out there. Um, So we got a, we got a night, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. get, get as soon as we get down there, maybe that be our go out night. It will be down there on a Sunday. So probably a couple things open, you know, yeah. relax, touch down. As soon as we wake up Monday, we're getting to work, Tuesday to work, and then we got until, you know, you got to be at the airport early, probably to like 12 or 1 on a Wednesday, and we we'll probably get a couple of things, you know, probably enjoy that little morning too, get something to eat or something, yeah. but, you know, I'm, because I'm going to be down there, I'll be down there, it's me, you know, PJ from Analog Digital is going, Somatics, which is Tin's producer, um, and Ant and Tin and stuff, and like, that's mainly my main focus, as like, those are the people, and there's some other people coming, but they're more like outside people, and, um, that's my main focus. So it's like, as a person as I am, I'm constantly getting content. I'm constantly being on my toes. It's like, I have to make sure that I'm helping them, you know, make sure that we're doing the right thing right now. Where it's like, all right, you need me to record you a reel right now? Word. All right, me. Like, my turn. Let's, let's go on the balcony and do a mix real quick. Like, boom. All right. Now we got, if you get three videos a day of that shit, but if I tell myself to make two beats a day while I'm there, mm-hmm. while waking up early as fuck, going for a run and whatever, it's just using that time, dude. This isn't playtime. Like, and you have to make sure that you know that and make sure that everybody's with you know that. So nobody's Absolutely. fucking up that shit up and we're all locked in. Absolutely. Because that's how you grow. That's how you get this shit done, dude. Like, you got you got to lock in and you got to make sure people around you are locked in because if they're not, then you're going to, somebody's going to be carrying away. I was going to say, it, it takes one person uh, lacking enthusiasm to just, like, shut the show down. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you either got to fucking tell them, you got to check them or... Throw them the fuck out and keep yeah. pushing. And Either sometimes way, decisions to be made. Dude, hundred percent. There's, there, I've been in so many fucking different things. Whether it was shows, whether it was music groups, whether it was companies that try to start. Dude, and you just, you got to know that you got, you got to, and that's why you got to put yourself first. Like you, yeah, you got to have. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why through that conversation, 
Adam, in asking you, are you down for it, is asking himself, am I down to take this person for the ride? Mm-hmm. And da- like, am I down to, you know, commit whatever I got to do and vice versa? It's like, mm-hmm. like, it's like, like Adam, if I'm going to give you these rides, are you serious about this? Like, mm-hmm. are you putting in the work like, to do that? Same, the same question Tim asked me all the time. Like, Tin was like, bro, if you got a gig and you don't have a ride, just let me know. I'll take you out. Because, like, same way, whenever Tin has a gig, it's like, I'm there capturing footage. Like, it's just, like, we on point. Like, yeah. And you just got to yeah. make sure you have that, that click and that team and, and that energy behind you. Because if you have the fire under your ass, you're going to be the fire under somebody else's ass because you're going to be burning up. Mm-hmm. And then once the shit just engulfs the fucking pine barrens, they can fucking sue us. <laughs> 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 well, uh,. Yeah, we've we've done this for uh, about two hours now. God do you damn. do you want yeah. to uh, promote anything? Do you want to put out socials? Do you want to um, got shows coming up? Uh, yeah, got, uh, um, I got so socials uh, official keto official K I T O on Instagram. Everything else is a little all over the place, but you'll find everything on my Instagram that you need to really worry about. Um, I got just a comedy show. This Friday coming up, January twenty seventh, Fan Jam, uh, stacked lineup with a stacked lineup. Um, <laughs> I, saying, I, don't, I haven't, I haven't even seen. Uh, yeah, we have any names. We're posting today. We're posting today. I think uh, Damo Jones, Rob Cody, Isaiah Scarza's on that one. Oh nice. yeah, uh, John cool. John Montag's on that one. Ooh, nice. uh, Matt Hems. <gasps> Matt Hyams? Hyams? Dude, he's fucking hard. Yeah? I, Word. He headlined my show down in uh, Cape May. He's, Word. He's incredible. Nice. Yeah, we got him on that one. A um, couple other people. Um, February 5th. This is the big one. February 5th, I'm at Warehouse on Watts in Philadelphia. Tickets are $10 right now. Click the link in my bio. It says directly support me. A um, whole bunch of house music DJs. It's me, myself, Big Body Keto. Um, Space Heaters, Grawl, High Society, and Augie Kelleher. Um, it's going to be a dope-ass show. Um, other than that, I think, I think I'm kind of just chilling. I got a couple of releases coming out soon. Um, just got to get them mixed and mastered down and stuff. You know, I'm trying to find another studio space. Um, definitely going to be working on some Cherry Garcia stuff. I just found a new, uh, my boy's basement just opened back up for, you know, jams and production and stuff. So definitely going to get some more stuff popping just Lock in and see what happens this year. Yeah, man. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And uh, Ryan Curtis. Hey. Um, uh, yeah, you got any socials, anything coming up? Uh, nothing coming up. Uh, I do have some socials. I guess I'll push. Uh, obviously, Ryan Curtis Comedy. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok. Uh, if you go on TikTok, you can see a bunch of Jordan Peterson fans getting mad at me. Saying my comedy sucks uh, their their cult leader cries at nothing. Um, oh, you're mad at him. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> the, the, the incel community. I feel so yeah. bad for the incel community because they don't have the motivation to get the pussy. Uh, Jesus. So uh, yeah, you can you can find me on there. Uh, I also just released a uh, vinyl shipping first week of February um, on my record label Over Caffeinated Records um, uh, by this guy out of Massachusetts. Really fucking good. The punk cellist, um, he's fucking incredible. Um, also got some Midfield uh, pop punk band from Philly. Got some uh, some of their vinyls. And uh, mm-hmm. other than that, I'm just chilling, man. Fuck yeah! Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were a record label owner. Yeah, yeah. It's dope. That's something. I, uh, you know, it's fun. That's awesome, man. 
Yeah, thank you for uh, filling in for Adam. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Hey, thanks man. for having me. Really appreciate um, it. Yeah, it was either you or Steve Kane. Steve was like, I'll do it. And then like two minutes later, he's like, nah, fuck that shit. I got better stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm fuck you, Steve. Dude, this whole conversation would have been about like Grateful Dead and shit if he was here. Yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, he, we went to High Note one night and he brought... Um, he brought Adam with him. Adam was like, motherfucker had me listening to Prince the whole way up here, dude. <laughs> and I was like, he was like, yeah. He was like, uh, I was like, what song? He's like, Black Sweat. I was like, he had you working up a Black Sweat, dude? That's <laughs> funny as hell, dude. Wait, That's, Adam was playing Prince or Steve was playing Steve Prince? Steve was. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was playing Prince the whole fucking ride oh up. Dude. I was like, I love it. Oh, what a guy. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. And Adam's very like critical with like older music too so he was probably yeah, not, not digging it at all yeah no. that's so fucking funny but yeah um really nothing with us coming up uh we yeah. have uh we have a few more guests coming on next couple of weeks yeah, we man. have um keith bates nice, coming nice. up funny, uh funny, we yeah. have uh who else is coming up there's a few other people and i can't um, Comedians, rappers, yeah. uh, uh, Ricky, uh, the fuck's his last name? I can't say his last name. Ricky Ra- Ramos or uh, uh, Ramesis? Ring- yeah, yeah, Ramesis, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, fucking yeah. hilarious, dude. I just know him as Ricky. He's, he's the same yeah. name as me. So, yeah. but he hit me up and was like, "Hey, don't y'all got a podcast? <laughs> you mind if I come work. on?" So I, he was actually the first person that I, I. Uh, put down and then i was like fucking i might as well get like five or six other motherfuckers ready dude when you start getting that list it's worth it yeah every fucking two weeks now we've been we've been getting someone different on there's someone else that i'm missing and i feel like a dickhead i think that's about it really i think so too i think so too yeah i think that's really about it can't remember it's the only other name i've seen yeah yeah but whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) february march i was already Pretty booked. Oh, uh, uh, fucking uh, Austin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting Austin on. Uh, t- uh, Teddy Lindros. Teddy Lindros. Ah, oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, he's coming on. He's coming on before Keith, I think. I think Keith was like, no, I got shit going on. I can't show up till March. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't I don't really think there's uh, not much going on with us guys. Um, hopefully the next episode we get, we get Adam back. And uh, if uh, this is uh, episode 79 of the Burn Bridge Podcast, I am uh, one of two hosts that showed up today, <laughs> uh, Ricky Pecork. Uh You can follow me at every th- on everything at Ricky Isn't Funny. Um, I'm about to set up my, my Twitch and, and beat these kids up in Fortnite, and uh, you guys can watch that pretty soon. That'd be pretty fun. I'll probably be doing that a little more often since comedy is kind of a back burner thing right now with work and everything. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. I am the other host that lives here. Um, Ken Wilson. You can follow me on Ken Wilson comedy on Twitter. Uh, I'll be posting a little bit more as I, uh, finish up this course. So yeah. He, he's, he's doing like online schooling right now. So yeah. just the fact of, uh, me, I haven't seen Kenny since the last time I seen him, which was a few weeks ago. And I haven't really talked to him since, that's how busy he's yeah, been. So balls deep into that shit. All good. We know we know when to ignore each other. Like I know it's important to him, so I try to like right. yeah, not yeah. ask him questions, <laughs> and I'll just like make executive orders and invite people to his house that have never been here. Well, just let me know so I can let her know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. 
Yeah, big body. I don't know if you want to play us out. Uh, yeah, dude, do that. Play it. Play a few minutes, we'll and I'll that. just uh, fucking. We could do that GTA club dance. Just. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna play some uh, some drum and bass for you guys. There you uh-huh. go. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, we'll we'll see you guys on uh, episode eighty. Deuces. Yeah. Get it from. Cause some of them ask me where they get it from. I truly.